always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the nose, I just wanna keep moving. Yeah, I put out all the art, it's my only medicine. Yeah, everything I do, I'm just being genuine. Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline. Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah. audio for a little bit so you know you did can't you? fix like a big chunk like that like a couple hours it's just oh. gonna come down what did, was did, that did you see our, our source point interview no no like, like in the middle of it like like something just like fell over and then like the, <laughs> oh yeah the, yeah the, the, the camera died and, and, like, and oh at God. the very end yeah so we finished it on like josh's phone <laughs> oh that's awesome oh josh is fine with that i'm sure he's you know he's had to get he's, he's to delete a lot of the uh well, I can't say what else he has on his phone because now we're live. Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve, and I'm joined by the Minor Boys. Two two of the Minor Boys, Kevin and Matthew. Hey, what's up? What's up, what's up? And my buddy Rob's in the background. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out, smoking a stogie. Speaking of stogies, I don't have a stogie. That's you should, you should get set up. Actually, I'm hoping, so like once this is recording, everything, like we'll hear kind of like that Monty Python, like... <laughs> i've got so much background stuff i put i put commercials in these um uh, but yeah I no those are great i love I, when you, you do, do like yeah, yeah. I, I generally do like commodore 64 commercials on atari stuff that i, I don't have to worry about like getting sued for you know <laughs> which generally goes like, okay. did, didn't you have like mr t cereal in there once? i got mr yeah. t cereal teaming up with mr t cereal it's getting on the team the team that knows how cool breakfast can be you get a crispy corn taste with a touch of brown sugar Cool. <laughs> Teaming up with Mr. T. I love that so much. It's so funny. I like that old stuff from the 80s. I pay just... the food and don't eat my cereal. Right? Yeah. Lactose intolerance is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So we are here to talk about your movie, Willy Wonka 5, The Revenge the of the Reckoning. Oompa It's a little bloody. I'm not going to lie. Not a kid's film. <laughs> Kevin's giving me this. He's like, shut the fuck <laughs> No, we're talking about No Rest for the Wicked. Dead Man's Hand, which is, so, when, this right off the bat, like, we knew it was a good comic. Like, I've read this thing a million times, front back. All of my friends have read it. They like it. It's amazing. My thing is, whose idea was it to make it into a movie first? Did did Brian call you guys? Did somebody <laughs> approach you? What happened? I've got a pretty good story for it. I think I uh-huh. got the timeline down pretty good. You think you got it? I'll, yeah. I'll correct you if you're wrong. All right. Yeah. No, chime in. So, um... So, I mean, like, we published with SourcePoint in, like, 2017, you know, to do the book. And so, uh, book comes out, you know, and, you know, it's an indie book. And people like it, you know, who read indie books or whatever. Whoever ends up picking it up. And I want to say it was, like, 2020. Um, I'm pretty sure it was, like, right before the pandemic, honestly. And uh, I get a call from uh, Travis McIntyre. Uh, and, uh, he just kind of says, Hey, um, you know, we got somebody interested in, uh, optioning the rights to Norris for the wicked and they might want to turn it into something like, what do you think? Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, sounds cool. And he's like, <laughs> and, and he was like, okay, yeah, well, don't get your hopes up. This never works out. <laughs> Travis. Yeah. It, it sounds exactly yeah, like Travis. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and like, like just 
don't and be he, real about it. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, and yeah, which is nice. Statistically, he's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's, yeah. And so, like, I and I and I know that, and so I was just like, yeah, cool, whatever. I gotta go pick up pizzas and go home. Because <laughs> like, I was like, I was like after work. So I said, fine. And I didn't really give it much of a thought. I I let Matt know. But, I mean, we really didn't – we weren't, like, banking on anything. We were kind of, like, still working on other projects and doing stuff, Um, you know. Can can I chime in with – No. This is my time. (laughs) Go ahead. Point the the mic a little bit more towards you. There you go, Matt. Is this better? Oh, that's good. You get that voice, that famous minor voice. That's right, baby. Why didn't Kevin get that voice? (laughs) Genetics. Genetics favored me. Uh, I can bust out like some like some Barry White, you know, like <laughs> you after I get a little <laughs> further in the cigar. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, just uh, when we signed our contract with SourcePoint for the book, uh, I had I had to put in the contract that if this ever went to a series or a movie, that we would have cameos in the production. That's true. <laughs> I love that. That's <laughs> total pie in the sky. And I'll, I'll stop there. And well, making well, but yeah, but that that is. <laughs> Okay, so like full disclosure, Matt and I did like talk early on when we were doing the early stuff for the book. Like, we're like, this would like translate really well, but like, it's a hypothetical conversation, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, I've been kind of comparing it when people ask me about it. They're like, um, it's kind of like I know conceptually people have gone to the moon, and, <laughs> and then that happens or it has happened, but like, I don't know. You like, you don't think that you're, you don't, you don't think that your thing's going to make it all the way through all the hurdles and well, stuff. It's and, good not to, and I've, yeah. well, I mean, like I, I know people who've had bigger properties that got like more love, like, in like while they were published than Norris for the wicked did and they didn't make it. So it was like, okay. Yeah. So like, I, I, I just was kind of like, okay, whatever. So 2020, you know, back to the story. Uh, 2020 just kind of let it go. And it was like, okay, whatever. And we just kind of moved on with our lives. And um, in 2022, like early 2022, we get a call from Travis again. And he's kind of like, hey, remember that one thing I said, like, wasn't going to be a thing? <laughs> uh, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But he said, it's getting kind of serious. And so I want to set up a meeting uh, with you and – uh, Brian Skiba, the Skiba. the director, yeah. and uh, we actually found out that it, they'd given it a little bit more um, thought than we re- it gotten a little further along than we realized, and they'd actually gone through like a few versions of like a script. Uh, Brian Skiba and Corin Nemec had really, yeah, and so they'd done probably at least three or four versions by that four. point. Four, yeah, and so uh, you know we we met with Brian via zoom and we started talking about, you know, okay, what's this look like? What's going on? And, uh, we ended up like sharing like a bunch of background stuff that we did for characters that he didn't really have access to. Yeah. Cause oh, he was cool. just going off the book, but like also like it wasn't that serious yet, you know? And so it was cool. We got to collaborate on like a few more versions, like of the script and everything. But, um, Brian wasn't much different than Travis's like original yeah. message. Yeah. Where like I felt like every time we would have a meeting with Brian and we we did we did fairly regularly over the next couple months, um, like he would kind of like he would tell us like what the next step is like what they're trying to do yeah and it was a lot of stuff about getting you know financing or getting a place lined up or like getting an actor attached you know to kind of get things you know 
over the hurdle and like it felt like very much like um uh the princess bride when wesley was training with the dread pirate roberts and be like you know good night wesley uh did a great job today uh most likely kill you in the morning <laughs> you know like, like every time we'd end a meeting it would feel something like that be yeah. like don't get your hopes up this yeah. stuff dies all the time and it just kind of kept clearing hurdles and so you know while that was going on you know matt and i were you know figuring out uh where we can contribute and do extra stuff um and really getting kind of a crash course on how to do a lot of this stuff and uh, Brian was really generous with his time and like with like the whole process of what's going on, because uh, I mean, uh, it's not like we make movies every day. So like we, mm-hmm. so like we are, like we had like a lot of questions for him. Yeah. And as it just kind of kept going through the process and like so that was like February ish, by like June July is like oh my god we're like okay this is serious and That's like cool. we, we were getting like commitments from actors. In the studio, and they're talking about where they're going to shoot and all kinds of stuff. And some of that stuff was still like in flux, but that was when it was like, oh man, this is like <laughs> real. And yeah. like, I think Matt and I even had a conversation after we got off like the call with Brian one night. Yeah. Where we were like, holy crap. <laughs> that That's was so cool. Like, like, okay, this is, yeah, we're, we, we're leaving the hypothetical realm here. I did that. I did ask Corin, by the way, if you need any words for you guys. And his uh, his response was, uh, shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's good. That's good. With the inside joke, or he's just being sassy boy. He's getting married soon. He's not even thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's, not, yeah. he's not worried about this right now. No, he's yeah, not. He's, he's preoccupied. He's, um, like, he's, some good, he's some good shots in it, too. There's background pictures. Like oh, the yeah. picture he took one of a, of a church or whatever, and then like he's like, "Guess where I am?" And then you posted right underneath, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, yeah. "I know where you are." You should you showed a picture of him taking the picture, and he's like, yeah. "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> he's trying was... to be all artistic, and you're like, "Nope." I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were, we were walking around through Santa Fe that day. It was it was a fun day. It looks like a beautiful area. It's nice. It's nice. Pretty, was it was it really cold at night though? I mean, you guys did night shoots too, so was uh, it... yeah, yeah. Once once the sun goes down, like it drops thirty degrees. Really? Oh my god, Rob's shaking his head like, yeah. <laughs> See, I was comfortable like in that though. I I liked it. it. Well, it, you know, it wasn't real bad. The because there's no moisture. Yeah. You know, yeah. like when it, when it drops, like you you don't get like you're not cold because you like your sweat turns to ice or anything. You never had any sweat in the first place. Yeah. And it was, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it is it's weird because. It's cold, and you don't realize it's cold because again, there's no moisture, and so you don't see your breath in the air. So as a Michigander, yeah, like I'm, I'm just like something's not right. You know, <laughs> the, the cold here is broken. That's the an, cold that, is broken. Yeah, that's an interesting point though. Like, like, like it's not truly cold unless you can see your breath, right? No matter what the temperature is. Yeah, that's true. it's deceptive. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really deceptive, is what it is. And so you don't you don't realize it's that cold until all of a sudden you're you're freezing your ass off and you've got a pair of burritos in your pocket to keep you warm. <laughs> That's awesome burritos. They really yeah. did have some good burritos on yeah. set. Those they are did. great. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> was it like Tex Mex or was it actual like everything? Yeah, everything. Yeah, hand, hand e- warmers. E- you everything can eat. there apparently is like in burrito form <laughs> at some point. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, I was fine with it. I had yeah. no problem. <laughs> uh, hand hand warmers you can eat. We're we're that's out pretty dope. I like that. <laughs> Good lord! So that's cool. So then, then, so you guys are like, you're like, oh shit, this is gonna happen. 
yeah. you know, family. I'm, I'm sure he was going crazy. You know, we yeah. We, well, we, there's we kept it mildly down down low. Because your other brother went with you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Jake, Jake went too. Jake went. Yeah. But there, I need to say that it, this is the point in the story where we immediately quit shaving so that we would have the <laughs> cowboy beards. That's not a joke. Production. That's not a joke. That's so awesome. We, we, war- yeah. we warned Jake as as soon as we felt like this was like this was really on. And like we said, Jake. Don't shave anymore. And That's so, so, awesome. so, spoiler alert, we did get those cameos Matt was talking about. Mm, cool. But we don't know what shots are going to be used. Oh. <laughs> no, but, no but, but for all of us, like, at different points, like, we're kind of, like, walking through a couple scenes. And one, like, Jake got kind of, like, a good spot, I thought. Really? Where, like, like yeah. in the in the saloon. Uh, Matt and I, like, walked through the saloon. So, like, you might see us or you might see us, like, our torsos. Yeah. But then there's like another part where we're um, shooting at the Hero Reno as he like rides away. Yeah. And we don't know what angle they're going to use or whatever. But like they took like shots of all of us together and then they took close up shots of us. So like That's probably cool. know we're going to get like a nice mug shot of Matt or we're, gonna, we're just going to see like his arm. Like I don't know. Yeah, right. Like I don't know what's going to happen. Awesome. So we're going to find we, out. We, we took one shot, Although, right shot right over the camera. That's and cool. it was like everything was as, well, they, as safe as possible, but I, I shot directly yeah. over the top of the camera, so you get all the, you get everything coming out of the gun. Well, That's they got cool. a they got a close up of each of us, uh, but I gotta tell you, I I couldn't see mine, which I'm sure was epic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but honestly, I saw it. Yeah, but honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah thumbs down, right? <laughs> um, no, but I walked away from Matt. So like, I had a I had like a pistol. Um, it was like a, like a pack loaded pistol whatever yeah, that was yeah, it was like um, black powder yeah and uh matt had uh like a winchester lever Winch- action. thank yeah. you yeah like lever like action my, i got yeah. one upstairs yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gun I own and uh yeah. and he had this really nice shot where like he like stepped up and like shot and cocked no it and shot way. and i was cool. like i was like oh that was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> so like like if if they use one i think that's the one they should use and that's as much as I want to be the one they use, I think that was probably it was pretty cool. There's nothing quite like that. I have an 1886 edition Winchester lever action. It's the exact same one John Wayne used in all his movies, and it's like that sound of the of Winchester oh, yeah. click clack, clack. Yeah. Nothing will scare the shit out of a robber or anybody oh. coming to your house more than that sound. I mean, you any, any any gun sound, any but that one is so ingrained into most people's heads from hearing it on TV. They're like shit, you know. <laughs> well, he he nailed it though. I mean, he he like it's. It looked it looked like he like actually knew what he was doing, which was good acting because he doesn't. No, I do. I do. <laughs> so the night that we did oh. this, it was it was it was late, and everybody was waiting for um, Brian to call it like wrap it for the yeah. night, and uh, and instead, you know, he just goes like he's he's kind of like wait like everybody's kind of like you know putting their stuff away and kind of move, moving out of the way from where we just shot, and he goes. Hey, minor boys, you want to shoot some guns? <laughs> no way! Oh, that's awesome. We're looking at each other. We're like, oh yeah, we shoot some guns. We thought he was just gonna. I, at least I thought. I, I no, I thought the same. I thought he meant like he was just gonna let us walk walk off with the armor and like and just yeah, like yeah, shoot yeah. some play guns. Yeah, 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 yeah shoot yeah, some yeah, guns yeah. in the dark and at, they, at one and o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and we got Sounds walked fine. over to wardrobe and they're like, "We need you back here in like forty five seconds." We're yeah. like, "Okay, no way!" <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was super fast. That's cool. Well, and they 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 got everybody their gear, and uh, you know Kevin gets like this, uh, he gets like some cavalry pants, and he gets a nice overcoat, and he gets a cool hat. Jake gets a cool hat and a, a cool vest, and um, I get like a, I get kind of a vest that's a little tight, 
I, I get, I, I get like these really high boots and and you know like and then they give me my hat and it's this prospector hat with the go, like round That's prospector no hat that, that goes up like this <laughs> and it's got a big V in the front like somebody split it. Oh, it's awesome. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm just going shit. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I thought he I thought he looked great. Well, I had this big bushy beard. Yeah, I yeah. saw so, those pics. Yeah. So so I mean it, it was appropriate. But it meant I was Gummy the Prospector. You look like, like right Minor 49er from Scooby-Doo, yes. really? <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Minor 49 Oh, man. He's about to get a side-by-side with the pictures from the set. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, I like to think, and I don't know this for a fact, like Will never said anything. Uh, it was um, uh, the, the first AD. Yeah, first AD. And uh, um, Brian never said this, but I like to think that when they saw our beards, they're like, "Oh yeah, we can, yeah, we, can, oh, we, can yeah. we can make this cameo." Work. A bunch of yeah. big dudes with beards. Yeah, yeah like, right. None of the yeah, minor they... boys are small, except for the hidden minor, who I never see. <laughs> the hidden. He's minor. not even that small. He's, he's average height. <laughs> yeah, he's average height. When you guys he's line, a, yeah, he's, he's average, just yeah. he's just shorter than us. Yeah, but he's I'm, not small. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I'm six three, and I'm standing next to you, and I look small. You know, you big galoot. <laughs> you know. Well, so when we came out with all the stuff, mm-hmm. um, the armor Amos, he's got. He's got two gun belts. He goes, who gets the gun belts? Oh, and they're you know they're cool. 18, 1864, 1865 tamp load oh, pistols. No way. And uh, these these two guys have the cool hats and everything. And he's got a rifle in the like in the other hand. Yeah. And I go, just give me the rifle. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I, I'm not gonna Poor look Matt. cool. I'm not gonna look Come cool. On. So just give me the rifle. I know how to use the rifle. I got to I got to tell you, I've I have not heard this particular part from Matt's perspective. <laughs> About how he's like, they got the cool hat, they got the gum. Like I literally, my pants wouldn't stay up. I needed a belt. Literally, they gave me a coat because my shirt didn't fit. Oh like, my god! Like that, that the hat I wore was the like the ninth hat I tried on, and the only one that fit. <laughs> I got that. So, so like as much in, as I want to be dark, like, of course in they the dark. Me. Kevin looked totally legit. Yeah. <laughs> was your head just too big for the hats? Is that was yes. <laughs> I literally yeah, have that no, issue. No, like I, I went, went to buy a nice hat one day, like. Downtown, there's this cool hat store, and I go past it all the time. I'm like, my buddy said he goes in there sometimes on Woodward. And I'm like, I want to go in there. I got time. I went in there and looked, and I found a really like a really nice freaking hat like to wear with one of my suits. Mm-hmm. Way more money than I was going to spend on a hat because of the size of my freaking nugget. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well. And the guy like puts a measuring tape around my head. He's like, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more. I'm like, what do you mean? That's rude. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, they, they had this. They challenged. <laughs> they had this bin of hats, and I'm like going through it, and I'm like. I'm going through hats. I'm like, I'm running out of hats. Oh, no. <laughs> and eventually I found one that was like, this is just, it, it's on. It's on. And it we're didn't going. look like a beanie with a propeller yeah, on the top. But just, but like... just for, for him to be like, he got the cool hat. I'm like, I got the hat. Like, I... <laughs> I got the one that fit me. I know. We're about to have to tear one of the hats to put it on my head. We found a bunch of my, uh, when we emptied, we moved my mom out of the house in Detroit. And they had been there since 62. And a lot of my great-grandfather's stuff was still up in the attic like some of it was untouched it was in like big steamer trunk or whatever and there was a bunch of dope hats in there like beautiful like 19 like 50s and like 40s style hats not a single one of them fit my head they're all yeah. way too small and i was like man and i was like well it was a different time your grand your great-grandfather's a little bit smaller here. i'm like whatever <laughs> to make me feel bad about my hats but so that's awesome you guys got full wardrobe and the, like the weapons was when I, now when you fired those things, it was black powder. So it was was it really smoky? Yeah. yeah oh, that's be. cool. That's yeah. really cool. All, all the pistols were quarter loads. Yeah. Um, and the they were doing half loads on the rifle, so it'd have some more smoke, a little bit more spark. 
That's so neat. I love stuff like that. I love hearing shit like that. Because, like, I don't know. I don't I don't hear stuff like that too often from movies. You know, it's one of those behind-the-scenes things you don't really think about, you know, when it comes to movie making and stuff like that. Like, you know, like, when you're shooting a scene or whatever, if there's that many guns going off, do they want it to be smoky so it looks, looks legit? Or do they want it to not be smoky so you can get a good shot with the camera so everything's not all well, obscure? Well, I was, I was just really impressed with Amos, our armor, and yeah. An- Angie, who was, like, our safety person for the first part of it. Mm-hmm. Um where they were just, they were really on it, man. They were, like, checking every blank and making sure that they were, like, accounting for every single one. That's so cool. Uh, like, Will was, like, every time there was going to be a shot where we were going to uh, have any kind of gun action, he was, like, all right! <laughs> and he was just, like, laying down the law. Yeah, we got this many bullets and this yeah. gun, this many bullets and this gun. Does anybody want to check it? And That's uh, cool. And, and anybody could. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That, that's right. Could come up and the check caterer. <laughs> if, if you if you were a kid walking on the street and you heard you can check a gun, you could walk up and say, "How many bullets you got in there?" That's really now, cool. I, now imagine on a professional. This, this is very serious. Well, imagine mm-hmm. like you know, in a professional movie set like we we're on, that like that's always been the case. But I gotta believe that because we're shooting in Santa Fe, and the rust thing with Alec Baldwin and all that yeah. stuff had just happened and. Like yeah. there's there was like four ranches that they use I believe yeah. in and they Santa were, Fe. They were fifteen minutes away from. Yeah, it was it was. Oh wow! It was like in proximity. So, it was near, but yeah. and so like it didn't like just happen, but it was, in I think close enough a span of time where the, like there was just like an extra emphasis yeah. on yep. all that safety. Yeah. Uh, well, it sounds like Amos would have been like that anyway, judging by how he. You know, I think he probably was. <laughs> you know, I, some of those yeah. guys, if that's what they I do agree. for a living, yeah. Yeah, some some people, you know, there's these people in, in different jobs, and some people just they go through the motions, they do the job well, and they're good at their job. And there's other people that go that extra step all the time, 100 percent of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> Amos had two guys working with him, um, JD, and the other guy we kept calling him Highlander because he had this long coat and that just <laughs> that just stuck. So that just stuck. <laughs> Um, they, they I, did, I didn't hear that, but it's so right. Is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, d- I didn't hear anyone call that, but that's right. I mean, He's like, like, this is a duster. It's legit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, always, awesome. uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. He's got the duster. Those guys were all on it all the time. And uh, I, I got yelled at one time uh, with my rifle because um, we, we, we went through a scene and... Uh, the the uh, stunt actor was too close, and so I, I I thought I thought it was unsafe to shoot. Yeah, and so so I held off. I the first the first time I went to shoot after we did the rehearsals, the first yeah. time I went to shoot, I raised my hand too high and I got my I got my palm up on the hammer, and so I couldn't fire. Oh, <laughs> so I wrecked that shot. We do it all again, and then the next one I I can't shoot because I'm. Because I'm too close. Because the the horse was getting spooked by yeah. all the activity, and stuff, yeah, so yeah. the horse was not far enough along. So then on the third one, everything went right. If but I had I had live loads in between, and Amos is running up. He's like, "Hand me the rifle." I'm I'm like, "Sorry about that." Hand me the rifle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amos. Here you go. What if if I remember too? Like there was like um. There was a point where the the horse was. It, they could tell the horse was starting to get uncomfortable. They're like, they're like we basically have one more shot at this yep. before like the horse is done. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. and that one, we, we nailed that one. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, those <laughs> rifles are they're oddly like like mine's a it's a forty four. It's like basically a carbine. You've held it. It's like yeah. you know, Rob's held it. It's like it's basically like, it feels like a carbine, 
you know, and it's got a hexagonal bore on it. And mm-hmm. you look at it, it doesn't seem like it would weigh that much, but they do after you hold it for long enough. It's got some it's got some weight after a while. I don't know what you're doing. You shut up. <laughs> Damn miners. That's your minor that's, with your minor strength. I'm picking my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like, you know, even with like with mine when I fire it, I mean, I'm using 45 caliber stubby, it's a little stubby. It's basically pistol ammo. You know, you look mm-hmm. at it. You know, I keep looking at Rob cuz <laughs> he knows way more about guns than I do. But like, you know, you fire and you like after like two or three shots, even though it's not like, you know, you're not shooting a 30 out 6. But you feel it after a while. The next day, I was like, my shoulders are just a little, like, you know. I, I felt like that was a challenge for us because with the quarter loads yeah. and even the half load in the rifle, there wasn't much kick. So, oh. like, like Steve, Steven Dorf was yeah. really good because he was he was acting like he was getting kicked really? out. Really? Not, not everybody smart. did. Really? Yeah, and I, and I, don't, I don't know if anybody talked about it or, I mean, but, I mean, I, I believe he just was living in the space. And, That's and, cool. And he's, he's done enough that, like, he just knew... Well, he's done what a lot of cool do. stuff too. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's he's had more than one gun on his hand and different yeah. stuff he's I, done. I, I'd I, like to point out that I was doing the. Game. <laughs> yes, I was. I, I think I think at least on one of mine, I remembered to give it some kick. But well, Corin did that all the time in uh, Parker Lewis can't lose. It was a constant okay. thing with him with the firearms. I mean, like all the time. No, he didn't. Firearms <laughs> after he synchronized in the swatches. <laughs> That's one of those like I so like everybody knows that guy from. Uh, from Stargate SG One, and my my niece was like, "I love him so much." I'm like, "Yeah, but he's a Parker Lewis." She's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Oh, no, 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 no." You See, know. like I, I go back to Parker Lewis in the Stand. Oh yeah, oh the, yeah. yeah, the Stand. God, I remember staying up late and watching that when and it came that, on TV. That, well, there was like that string of like Stephen King movies that yes. were like the the made for TV movies, yeah, yep. and the Stand was in there. So like, I would always watch all those. That's such a good series. Like the Langoliers. Oh and yeah, that it, was great with with Balky, Balky just slowly ripping the paper, like going. Oh. That was that stuck in my head. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, why is Balky being so weird? Some sometimes you do anything to get that green card to stay in the country. Oh my god, that guy. God, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in anything. Like, you know, like Corin, Corin, I see him in Ice Dorf. You see all these different people, you know, different things. It's like, yeah, but that's one of those actors, like, he'll pop up in something. You're like, holy crap, you're alive. Like, I, f- I forgot completely, you know, what the heck was, you know. Oh, sorry, I had to stop for a second. My ring, my ring went off. <laughs> I looked at my phone, and there's a nice shot of my wife stepping out the front door in black and white. And I'm like, oh my, who's in my front yard? Oh, it's my, it's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> She will not come in here when we're recording. She's afraid I'll yell at her. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm not going to yell at you. It's okay. We did one podcast together downtown where there was like eight of us. I'm just going to call her in. And we were drinking. And she started going off on a tangent. And then I was just like, no, go back to the main topic. And ever since then, she's like, never again. And I'm like, I'm just trying to keep us on because we're recording. And, you know. Oh, man. I don't mind recording down at those at the studios and stuff like that. But. I don't have access to the engineers, so like I have to wait until they're done, you know, with the podcast and send it to me. Yeah, because we one of the first ones I did with you, we went was we Royal the, Oak, Royal Oak Studios, yeah, yeah with Dave, right? God rest his soul. And they don't they don't have the atmosphere of, of the place like this as well. Yeah, this I mean my my podcast studio here is still it's still a work I lo- in progress. No, I love I love this. It's fun. Yeah, it's I fun. That. I got transfer. I got that twentieth anniversary app with Prime. I'm looking at all these up here. I'm like, I got that one. I got that oh one. yeah, I got that. One. Comic books everywhere, stuff like that. And I got the um, I got my backpack, my GI Joe. It says snack pack on it. 
from uh, which, which second grade. I mean, I, when Snake Eyes wore that, you know, in, in the third, the third comic, I, was I like, remember yes. I got that thing. I was like, I this is this. the coolest thing ever. I put my, you know, it's got Refrigerator Perry inside. Yeah, right. Mail, you, mail, you had a mail away for him. He had that 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 his sledge, the giant sledgehammer, but it was a football on the end of it. Yes, <laughs> I. So like I'm I'm younger than my brothers Matt and Jake and Mike they're 13, 10 and 7 years older than me. But like we would have like the um those little fold outs like from those figures oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. we still had those. And I remember like I would find them like like 8, 9 years too late and I'd be like, "Can I still get refrigerator Perry? Like is this still you know? <laughs> can I mail in this?" <laughs> I remember like it's you know like I not too long ago like like last, last year I uh I Googled a video of him, and, like, they would just give him the ball, and he would just go, and no one would stop him. <laughs> like, people right, would tackle him. the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they make they make a big enough hole that he can just get his head in there. And, yeah. And, and, well, and then it's all over. He gets that momentum. He can't stop. Yeah. 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 Well, you know more about football than anybody I know because you played it. I mean, but you were not a linebacker. So my wife likes to joke around and yeah. lie and say you're a gym teacher and you're a linebacker. You were not. No. What position <laughs> did you play? Uh, I played defensive end, then tight end, and then tackle. That's for but East, for, with, for with Eastern Michigan. Well, I was I was so when I was a tight end, I was a H back, so I would do like motion blocking and stuff. Um, but they never like gave me the ball; like they'd have me like lead block. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so which, which I was fine with. Don't yeah, me yeah. I I, I, I love seeing it. I, I kind of didn't want the block. I didn't want the ball. I, was, I, I was love seeing like the big dude. Like you always see these little guys just go run and run. Not little. They're not little by, by any means, but. See these little guys just take them all, just go, 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 go. And you yeah. see some big dude gay, and he's like, You're all gonna die now. And you just run with the ball. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 will, I, I will talk Kevin up just a little bit. When he was a when he was a junior, they 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 moved him a junior in high school, they moved him to linebacker. Yeah. And he was he was like D one college sized linebacker in high school. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's I was I was shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there were a lot of people that they wish well, they had the brown pants on. <laughs> well, to be honest, um, I I hadn't played any linebacker until like like a junior in high school. So kind of well, actually. So your your wife's not wrong. I did play middle linebacker in high school. Um, and uh, so I was kind of scared to start because like like at least through my first game, like till I got comfortable, because I was like I I just wasn't used to it. Yeah. I, I had always played offensive line or defensive line and. If you screw up there, like, you know, sometimes you get away with it and people don't see it. If you miss a tackle as a middle linebacker, everybody saw it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but, uh, but yeah, I, I figured out pretty quick as long as I'm running downhill and I hit people, I'll be just fine. <laughs> this is a great picture. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right. This is a great picture of me standing next to him. And I'm like, you know, like I'm 260, I'm 6'3, and I got Helen on, you know, my daughter on my back, and you got your kid on your back. And you look so much bigger than me, <laughs> and I'm just. Like, oh, is this when we were at the we at the park? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, God, damn, you're a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember I went into high school at six foot two, two ten, and by the time I got out, I was six three, two twenty, and I thought I was pretty big, but like that was a big high school kid. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I ate a lot of. I used to. My mom used to be so pissed off. I grew seven inches in seventh grade. <laughs> my mom was so mad. I used to drink a gallon of milk a day. She's like, you're going to put us in the poorhouse. <laughs> I, I couldn't get enough food in high school. Dude, right? Yeah, I was always hungry. I had a buddy named Keith Keith Ray. Keith taught at Second City. Keith uh, has been in movies in Hollywood and stuff like that, and he's now moved with his family out to North Carolina. And Keith was a very, very, very funny guy. Obviously, he's, he's at Second City. He's doing yeah. No. So freaking funny. And I would not eat 
if we sat at the table with Keith, because Keith would just talk and he would make you laugh so fucking much. You're not going to eat your food. You're watching him do shit, you know, and like just, just screwing around being crazy and stuff. And I remember like like lunch would end. I'd try to wolf my food down because I was so hungry. And if I didn't get it in, my the rest of school was just a pain. Because <laughs> we had um, right after lunch we had our we lit for an hour. And it was a JV football coach, and Mister Strunk was a hard ass mother. <laughs> he was an angry man. He he liked his whiskey, and it was a Catholic school, and you did during, not cross Strunk <laughs> during school hours. He liked his whiskey. He oh I'm sure because his nose is often red. He'd sit up there and he would his nose is red. <laughs> We're reading. Canterbury Tales, and you know he's got his glasses on, and I remember distinctly one time the men, the boys' bathroom was outside the the hallway across from us, and it had an old night like nineteen sixties like hand dryer, you know, and it was going off one day, and it just was not stopping. Like something was wrong with it, and he he he's standing at this podium talking, and he takes his glasses off, he takes a deep breath and sighs, and it's not stopping. And he walks out, and you hear. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and the noise stops. Then you hear, come. He had ripped it off the wall and threw it down the hallway, hitting the janitor's, <laughs> the janitor's offices at the far end. And it was a good 20 feet. He whipped that son of a bitch and he walks in and he calmly puts his glasses back on. He starts reading again. He was a dude that was infamous as thick as school desks were. If you fell asleep in his class, he would slam his fist on the desk so hard, sometimes he'd put a hole in it. He would crack the desk. And there was a whole classroom upstairs of Strunk's desk just damaged that they left there on purpose. Because when you got detention, <laughs> Mr. Detention Strunk room. did detention. He'd make you sit at those desks, and he would just stare at you. <laughs> Very angry that you're making him sit there after school. <laughs> God, man. JB football at a Catholic school. You know, we... We had a lot of fun at their at their expenses. Unfortunately, some of the football players. I played I played golf and baseball. I didn't play a lot of football. And those football guys were very big, and they'd be in the hallway. And like if, even if there was like twenty feet on either side of you, you're still finding an excuse to bump into one of them. You know, and they would just throw you into the locker like you got here, Nemzik. I'm like, ah, <laughs> he hurt me. <laughs> Lord, we used to play, do all kids. You never played us because you guys went to school in uh, Flint. Flint. Yeah. So you never played Gallagher. Yeah, you never. Uh, we played like De La Salle and some of the other, you know, the Catholic League stuff. Uh, sometimes we played some Catholic League schools. Like Matt, when Matt was uh, playing, like they'd, they'd start off the season against yeah. Brother Rice mm. uh, yeah, a we, couple of years at least. We had, we had four years with Brother Rice, uh, yeah. two years when I was playing. Did they have the propeller? Is that what they used to go for? There was a giant propeller. I remember it was like the big thing with the football team. If they won everything, they got this giant airplane propeller that had like the signatures of like. Oh, uh, maybe De La Salle because they're the pilots. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Yeah, that would make sense. We, we played basketball against De La Salle. Um, actually, I, I knew two guys on their team because I used to go to Orchard Lake basketball camp. No way. And so, like, you know, we're we're out there warming up and and uh, like like I'm saying hi to these guys on their team. All the guys on my team were like, "How the hell do you know these guys?" Because <laughs> a big I, deal. Yeah, because I, I go to basketball camp outside of Flint. You <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave, leave close to the fight. Yeah, I like close. That's right. Give you a close that baritone voice. Yeah. All right, so, man. I'm sorry I, about that. I'll, 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 I'll do better, baby. You do better, baby. So, <laughs> anyway, but I, I I go off on tangents. This is like a tangent episode, and it shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so like, no, seriously. So back to the movie. So like, <laughs> back to the oh, movie. Yeah. No, seriously, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah, is that no, why we're here? We, I could have talked about high school football. I know, yeah, right? Sure. You know, careful. Yeah, I'll I'll go I'll go it's down a rabbit fun. hole. It's fun. That's it's it's the problem with recording in a studio like this. 
And I got so much stuff around me mm-hmm. to talk about. You know, I got vinyl record, my flash gold. That record. red light behind you is totally hot, got me hypnotized. This, so <laughs> my mom told me that one of her cousins had actually <laughs> a car hit a pole in downtown Detroit. Is one of the railroad track ones. And for those listening, because obviously this is not a video, um, there's one of those railroad crossing red lights on there. But it's from one of the ones from like the 30s or 40s. And they decided that it was a good idea to take it. <laughs> so they made sure the person was okay. And then they took the light. <laughs> they sawed it off. <laughs> that still works. It still works. Well, yeah. I've, it, it's going to different... hypnotize. No, it's so funny. I have a different light in there right now. But it's actually one of those things that one of those things you mean to do. And you haven't gotten to it yet. Because like I looked at the wiring in it. And it's from the 60s, at least. Like I'm kind of worried. Like I have a record player from the 60s, and I remember turning it on, and it electrocuted me because it was vacuum tubes and shit. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's the same thing. I look at it, and there's like really old electrical tape on it, like holding the wiring <laughs> together. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to plug that in too much. It's called vintage. <laughs> yeah. Vintage, vintage, yeah. It's vintage called fire hazard, is what it is, especially yeah. in the garage with like, you know, all this shit around me. Um, but yeah, so like, so you guys, how long did you film for? How long were you guys out? Because you were there for a good. I remember texting you at one point. I'm like, "Where are you? Doing all right?" You're like, "I can't. I, I can't say." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was like the day yeah. Corin had posted something on Instagram. I'm like, "I know where you are." Yeah. You're like, "God damn it!" <laughs> I was. I was. I was only able to stay uh, for a little under a week. Matt stayed for the whole time. No shit. Yeah, 23 days of shooting. He doesn't do crap about his family. He's not like you. You care. His family's more grown up than mine. I, I got It's okay to admit it. It's all right. He's, you know. At, at, the, at the time, I had a I had a four and a two year old. Mm-hmm. Now five and three. So yeah, it's a little harder to get away. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. I got a five and a fourteen year old, and the fourteen year old would be fine if I did not come home for a week. But the five year old, if I'm gone for six hours. Ah! Where's my, my dad? My Damn. wife and family were all very supportive. They were like, <laughs> "You like, like, how often do you shoot movies? I don't know. Let's let's, let's do this." I like yeah. not hearing snoring in the house. This is great. That's she what did I say that she slept really good. Yeah. <laughs> I get that sometimes too. Like you know, it's really hot upstairs. Maybe she sleep in the basement because you know I'm like, yeah, I snore. I know I snore. It's fine. I know it's fine. You know? <laughs> I do that big guy stuff where I'm like, it's hot. I gotta sleep downstairs. <laughs> we have a nice basement here. It's, it's that, this, that's uh, sleeping in the basement. That's evil. Oh my god, I it's know. so quiet and it. cold. I could sleep forever. Sleep like twelve hours. I don't even care. You get that age like, though, where you like you can't you can't do that though. You sleep more than like eight hours. Your body's like you're gonna die if you do that again. Don't do that again. Like, <laughs> you just wake up with a headache for no reason. You're like, god <laughs> damn it. Oh, I'm so tired. When, when we were out there, um, one thing I noticed for me is like a. Uh, I, I think the change in climate and all the dust and everything—it was really messing with me. Was, was it really, really? With me. for well, first couple of days? It was super yeah. dry, right? Yeah, yeah, it was but really messing with me. So, like, my voice got count and series. And, We're so used to yeah. the humidity. Like right now, it's yeah, it's, it's like only seventy-two out, but it's humid as shit. Like, but I'm like sweating. when I was there, like my voice was like this. Really, <laughs> like, that's was, cool though. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he, he was he was gravelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I was, right. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I was also hoping it might translate to me getting a line. You know, but, oh, Kevin, say this. This is great. Know. I would like another drink. <laughs> yeah. That there's a dead man's hand. A dead man's hand. <laughs> yeah. oh. 
No, so, Randall got that line. That's, really cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Actually, didn't Randall get that line? He did. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> he did. so cool. So you guys, so you worked with. He said the name of the movie. <laughs> the thing. You said the thing. said the thing. There's another part where um, Kim DeLonghi, who uh, she plays the madam in the town, mm-hmm. like she's supposed to say, no rest for the wicked. And we're, we're doing like this Like a little scene. throwback. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah uh, dude. And she she kept saying it wrong because she wasn't familiar with the term. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so the script supervisor was was telling her, no, you got to say it like this. And 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 she tried with a couple different inflections, and finally she got it. But it you know, she was she was trying to deliver the line with, you know, with with some impact a couple times. And uh, when it was done, I I told her, hey, thank you really for you know for going the extra mile on that to get that because that's the name of our book, and I you know I appreciate that. And uh. Kim wasn't there for the first day when uh, when Brian uh, introduced me as as one of the people who worked on the book. So she thought I was just this guy who was opening and closing the door in the, in the back. <laughs> well, like that yeah, well, well, that's the thing. It's like Matt, Matt, and, Matt and I are executive producers on it, mm-hmm. but like Matt, especially more than me, had kind of established like. And when I got there, I just kind of tried to do as much as I could. Like we would do like whatever we thought something needed to be done we would just kind of try to jump in and do stuff and matt was working a lot with the art department yeah yeah it was like, especially on the art team yeah but like uh we would just kind of do whatever we'd be like oh you need something to carry like we'd just pick it up and move it you know and yeah. like people be like what do you do <laughs> <laughs> well we, we did we did all kinds of like stuff like i being on the art department, I was I was helping decorate sets, and we were making props, and I, I brought well, props. Well, I mean, like that one afternoon, like like it was we, it was the we, three of us in corn, yeah, and we just we just we just, we just dressed, stuff yeah back and forth across the. We lot. just dressed up like this different part of the town <laughs> for something that's gonna be shot, not for even for like a couple of days, but we just wanted it to be right. Yeah. And people, that was like one of the times they're like, I'm carrying like bales of hay, and like somebody's like. Like, what is your so he's like what is your job like what do you do yeah i was i was shoveling poop yeah. corn, corn, was, corn was hauling hay too yeah. yeah we all were yeah. it doesn't yeah. stri- he, he strikes me as the type well actually he's the one who started it and yeah. like we were like i was just like that looks like a great idea i'm just gonna help corn like you know yeah. well his 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 folks are legendary set designers so yeah. he, he know he knows he's one of those guys so he started following my podcast about about two years ago, and he's one of those guys when he likes it. I'm like, yeah, I respect, you know, like I like that. You know, I don't, I don't geek out about celebrities at all. Oh, I don't yeah. doing the pod, you're doing the the comic cons for so long. I just I, you see him after hours, and you you smoke with him, you drink with him, you get really, really drunk with them, really drunk. <laughs> and uh, like I just to me, it's like it's you're well, it's funny because so Kevin, who smokes cigars all the time. I've been smoking cigars like regularly now for a while. My brother, you know, Eric, gave me a huge case of cigars, and he's like he's introducing me more and more to that. I'm introducing him to pipe and pipe tobacco and mm-hmm. stuff. So we were at the con. Oh God, what was it? It was the one where um, Henry. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna be uh, uh, drinking now. Um, the guy was in. Uh, played Elliot Three T. Oh, um, Henry Thomas. Yeah. So Henry Thomas. Yeah, I remember. No, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> Henry, <laughs> I don't sound like a jerk. Um, so, so Henry Thomas is like, we're hanging, we're hanging out and drinking, whatever, talking, whatever. And he's just like, he's fine. He's, he's drinking his whiskey. He's, he's smoking his stuff. He's fine. Kevin's giving me a cigar, and he gives me another cigar. And we're sitting at this table, and we've been drinking a lot, you know. And this carry, he's like, I'm gonna go do karaoke. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I went to get up, and I was like, I'm not getting up right now. 
<laughs> Ooh. Ooh, you know, like, I had two, two cigars and like four whiskeys. I'm like, let's sit here for a minute. And I remember my wife came over. She's like, you're all right. You look kind of pale. I'm like, I'm not moving for a little bit. I'm just going to chill. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to be in bed. You know. Swimmy. Swimmy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Good God. But yeah, I don't, I don't geek out about celebs at all. You know, so, with, with Corin, it's like, he's so chill. That I don't, I, and I'm not one of those guys like, oh, I remember Parker Lewis can't lose. I'm like, hey, Kubiak, you know, but I don't like, <laughs> I just don't do that, you know. So, but with him, it's like, I respect the dude because I watch what he does, you know. Like, when he did that thing where he went and toured the U.S., like, he's, he, he got that Winnebago, he went and shot that thing where he just drove around the U.S. It was like after COVID or like during COVID, I think, where he was just like, screw it, let's go. You know, I, I love stuff like that, you know, so it doesn't surprise me at all. He'd be the type of dude that'd be like, you know, I want to shovel some boop. No, he, he's super cool. He's down to earth. I, 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 I was even following. I was, <laughs> I was uh, you know, I've been following him on, you know, social media and stuff. And like he he did a movie in Flint, was it Half Dead Fred. Half Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah Half Dead Fred, Fred, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, he was posting how he was just doing murals around this around the he's city. A really you know? good, yeah. uh, not graffiti artist per se, but yeah, he like yeah, spray yeah. paint and stuff like that. He's really good. Yeah. yeah, and I was I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, like, that's that's my town. Thanks, man. I love stuff <laughs> like that because I mean, yeah, but but he was like, but he was super cool and he was promoting my hometown. And I don't know if you noticed, mm-hmm. but Flint doesn't always get the best pub. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's like Detroit. Uh, Detroit's the same way. You don't well, get a lot of. It doesn't good help publicity. when you have like a catastrophic water crisis. <laughs> but um, well, Detroit's got a catastrophic crime car crisis. Yeah. That's changed a lot too. Cadillac, you go to the Cadillac Square. So, so Rob does security down there, and it's changed completely. They knocked down the old Hudson Building. They're building all this stuff there, and like, the Quicken Loans is down there. But like the mm-hmm. Cadillac Square, yeah. like, an apartment down there used to be like a hundred bucks a month. Now it's five grand. Oh yeah, no, it's totally, it's totally different. Yeah. Yep. There's a wonderful place down there. There's burgers on the main floor, and the next floor up is an arcade. And we went there for Kelly's birthday once. It's it, uh. Isn't it like Greenwich Pub, and then above it is like yeah, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. I think it's Greenwich Pub. It's legit. It's an old, legit old school arcade. Twenty five, you know, quarters play game. They've got like Mister Do and Pac Man, (laughs) and you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We played. Did you? You and I played. I I guess X Men. I was I was playing Street Fighter in there, and I was I was not happy because I lost to somebody. (laughs) And I'm telling you, like the the joystick was not working right. Yeah, and I was just I was like, good game, and I walked away like. <laughs> she never lost to that guy. I was not happy. I only got like I I should have been running the table. I was not. Oof. I want I want to talk about it. I, I got a picture of the lady, this lady at the bar, which I don't do usually. I just take random pictures of people. She was dressed as goddamn Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> it's like like legit. Like I don't know if she did it intentionally. Or if she was just a woman of the night, you know, but she had like the red trench coat and the you, red hat. You didn't go up and say, I found you or anything. I was my wife. I don't go talk to women. Uh, but like, no. But yeah, no, I like that place. But yeah, Detroit's like that too. Detroit's got a, like, like a bad rap. And it's funny because like, like they shot Transformers here. And I remember, um, God, that was a long, long time ago. And I was working at Starbucks at the time. And uh, Ryan Gosling came in. A couple times, and he was just for Transformers. Like, or? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it wasn't Transformers. He was shooting something else downtown. Okay, but um, it was around the same time, and he came in and like he was just like, "I like your town, man." And I'm like, "Thanks." Like it's you know, it's, he's like, "I never would have thought like you know Detroit was like this, but there's a lot of nice stuff. Like the food's great." He's like, "You guys like good food, you know." And it's the thing about the D is like, if you know where you're going, you go to Fishbones or someplace like that, you can get some good chow in the mm-hmm. city. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you gotta know where you're going, yeah, for sure. But and you yeah. were, you, like, you were saying about the burritos <laughs> warming you up and stuff. You know, so, like, 
was the food or there was was it really like like did you have like a food truck all the time or did you what did you guys do uh, it's, i mean it's there, there's yeah uh caterers uh on set mm-hmm. and uh they, they'd come in uh with the with the breakfast and then there'd be a lunch break that was usually between two and six mm-hmm. and then uh if we were working late they'd, they'd have like stuff late there's always there are always snacks and stuff but the, the warm food was was usually like like yeah. some like some some sort some form of warm food three times a day. Yeah. Strategic cool. strategically placed mm-hmm. like coolers with water and stuff. Like oh yeah, I'm sure yeah. the water is super great. You know, and you worked with uh, with Val's kid. Yeah, that's because how how was Jake? Was he uh, Jack? Was awesome. Jack? Jack. Yeah, and we edit that out too. <laughs> <laughs> he he was he was super cool. Um, he really he's like his dad. He dove mm-hmm. in like he yeah. he really wanted to. Um, read up as much as he could on the character. Um, I know Matt and I, I, I was trying to be cool about it, but I was geeking out about it uh, the night we were outside the saloon. And so we're standing with him, and like Matt and I had made this um, PDF of like all like the background information for each character that's not in the book. Mm-hmm. And so we gave him like all this background information on Reno, like, like Reno, yeah. and like like so, like Matt and I, we like went out like. Like Reno's backstory and like what it, like his relationship with his dad and his brother and like stuff that's to, really so, cool. So like you just kind of like learn more about the character, the, anything that can kind of help you with that. Because like his, uh, his dad, who was a naval shooting instructor, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Well, we wanted to explain like why he was such a good shot and all this right. stuff, and yeah. you know, yeah. and um, him hanging out at the naval at the naval shooting uh, or the naval academy. Uh, shooting and uh, playing cards with all the Navy guys made him a perfect uh, a, a perfect gambler and uh, ne'er do well. So this takes place. What year does this take place in? Roughly, it's not like this. In the in the comic, we're we're sort of indeterminate in in the yeah. early eighteen eighties. Early eighteen eighties, yeah. Um, but for the movie, uh, it, it pushed forward to eighteen sixty five. Eighteen sixty five. Cool. End of the Civil War. Just yeah, right, so right at the uh, tail end. Neat. yeah, so uh, Brian and Corin they added some different aspects to uh, to Bishop the villain, and kind of connected it more to um, the Civil War. Now that's something that Matt and I kind of talked about, uh, just how like uh, post Civil War, you know, you had this issue like where you have all these all of a sudden you have all these trained soldiers who go back out into the world and what do they go do, right? And we had talked about Bishop being like an ex-Confederate or something like that, but we didn't write yeah. that into the story necessarily. It was just something we had talked about. And so when Corin and um, uh, Brian wrote that in, we were kind of like, well, it works, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, Corin we we posted it. a picture of himself in the saloon standing there, and there's a big rebel flag behind him. Yeah, and yeah. somebody like a, like somebody hang like somebody like, a, like an effigy of somebody hung. Uh, yeah, that that may or may not be true. Yeah. <laughs> Can neither confirm nor deny. That's so funny. I remember because you were like, 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 like Corin was posting these pictures on set, and you were like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was like, we were very specifically told, "Don't, yeah. don't post anything." But I'm like, yeah. if somebody else, is, like, I'm not gonna stop them. And yeah, we're we're that that text exchange with you. I'm like, yeah, Corin posted this picture. That I sent you. You're like. What the hell? Yeah, my, my, all my posts. Were, I wasn't. I wasn't like angry. No, no, you were like being that. so nonchalant with me though, and I'm. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't angry, but I was just like, I was like, I, 
not my problem. Like I, like, I don't care if you do it. I just know I was told I wasn't supposed to do it, so I'm not going to do it. But if he wants to do it, like, I'm not going to stop him. All, all my posts were, I'm in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. Well, this is a teepee in the yeah. night. Who knows why I would yeah, New state. Mexico is a state. It's a great shot of you, the sun behind you, and you get the... The cowboy hat on. Uh, like, yeah, it's a damn good shot of Matt Meyer. Look yeah, at that, that picture. That's, that's gonna be my IMDb Fucking awesome. It's a it's a good shot, dude. Yeah, but, so that was <laughs> um, after I know after I knew that uh, Gummy the play, Prospector play was Gummy no the longer, Prospector uncredited. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I shaved my beard down because it was it was just getting so uncomfortable, and I, I shaved it down. And you guys can grow some serious beards. I know Kevin yeah. and I like I've looked. At, he's I, I hadn't seen you in like months. And you came, you came over here. I'm like, holy crap! It was yeah. like this boof, this big beard. Yeah. Mine's so white that from a distance it looks like I got a mustache. Because the only part that's still dark, it's just the mustache part. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, mine, mine was all white. And when I shaved it down, everybody on set started going, "Hey, you're not old." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm running around. I've got, I had a full backpack full of all my art stuff that I wore every time I did anything. I'm hauling stuff around with my backpack on, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and I'm thinking, if you guys think I'm so old, like, why are you letting me carry everything? Because <laughs> they're looking at you like, good for him. Good yeah. for him. He's still active. Look at that old guy. Look at that old guy. Oh, man. <laughs> Just, I'm, I, I'm the same age what? as the... all the principal actors. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at him like, greatest generation right there. Yeah, man. oh my God, so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. Did you, did you know he was at Omaha Beach? <laughs> 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 So when I, after I had shaved the beard down, um, I was just I was still just doing whatever whatever we needed. Yeah. There was one day that um, one of the producers, uh, Jim Burleson, he was talking to the the local casting director, and uh, it was like Jim, and then she's between us, and he starts he starts saying to her, um, "Hey, we got some we got some shots at the mine tomorrow, and I I need to I need a guy uh, to add in." you know, to the, to the scene, um, is, can you get me somebody who looks like they can handle themselves? Maybe like a rugged, like, like Bradley Cooper, Brad Pitt type. And I just slowly like started like sliding around <laughs> into his view. And he, he goes, Oh, Hey Matt, you can do it. Cause he was definitely like, this is exactly the same thing as Brad Pitt. Right. It's, so funny. Well, it's funny how like the, 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 the facial hair can do that. So like, like Wilfred Brimley in freaking Cocoon was the same age as uh who, 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 <laughs> yeah. played, who played Ant-Man? Um, oh, yeah. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Paul Rudd yeah. did in Ant-Man. Yeah. And you're like, what? No. What? Yeah. I'm, 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 the, I'm the same age as Gary Cooper was in High Noon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, that's so funny. It's so weird. It's something about that facial hair, man. Once, once, once a dude puts that beard on. It, I mean, it really does. Like, if depending on how you sculpt it and how you cut it, like, it can make you look like you're like older, you know? Yeah. Well, well, it was like this. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was just so white. Oh, yeah. Well, so Ron white. White's got that. That comedian, Ron White's got a, he, he had a full beard for a bit. Now he's all, he's all cut it all back now. He's on Rogan. Rogan, Rogan, Joe Rogan's got that place in Austin, the, uh, um, the comedy club he opened up. And it's like, you see his picture of Ron White, and he's got this big beard. And then you see you see him up on stage, and it's just like, holy shit, he looks like twenty years younger, you know. But Ron's also, you know, it's been a he drank a lot, <laughs> <laughs> you know. He can't get up there. People, you know, he'll tell that tater salad story, and you're like, you told that like forty years ago, didn't you? I was like, no, more like ten, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
They're all, you know, Carlin was like, the dude, uh, uh, George Carlin was like, he had that beard for so long. He always looked like he was like 50. You know, and like he had that beard when he was like thirty five years old, yeah. and he looked like he was like sixty. Well, years. And he was also balding with like yeah, the yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to peg somebody's age. Yeah, it know, is, isn't it? Like yeah, that, yeah. You know, and then with the Hollywood too. I mean, with the actors and stuff, like the, the few pictures I've seen of that movie, like stuff I've seen on Corns, IMDb, and stuff like that, like and Jake, uh, uh, like it. It's amazing how rugged some of you guys look. Like I look at you and I'm like, I know that dude. What the, what the you know? Like, <laughs> that guy's a pansy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, not true at all. There's no way. He ain't a cowboy. That ain't true at all. You know, we we you know our, our our grandparents were dairy farmers, but we, we threw bales of hay around and yeah. walked in cow poop. Yeah. We we know what to do. Oh yeah, yeah. I grew up in North Carolina, up in the mountains, man. There's some guys like thinking back, like now I think about it now as I'm you know I'm 46 years old. I'm like. When I was a kid, I thought they were like eighty. You know, they were probably like forty-five years old because <laughs> they were only coming to town a couple times. But a also, year. when you're younger, everybody might as well be. 80. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. no! Totally! Right. Oh yeah! Well, there were some. Guys. If you're older than me, like you might as well be ninety years old. Oh yeah! You're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Just older oh, than yeah. me. Right. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, there were some guys that were coming to town like like once or twice a year, and like you know you'd see them because like, you know they live out in the sticks and they got a they got a house out there. They come into town, they buy supplies and stuff like that. They're out there hunting for their food. In the you know, Appalachian Mountains, you know, you're getting deer and stuff like that. You don't get, like, mule deer like you out west and stuff like that. But you can live off you live off what you hunt, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of those guys, some of those guys ate bear meat, which is, you know, back in the, the time the time period this movie takes place in was very common. Most, most, most of, you know, hunt, people liked bear meat. They didn't eat deer. They would hunt deer for the skins, but they would hunt bear to eat the meat because they liked the bear meat. It was more like, like, uh, like cow. You get, you get way more. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. But you got to watch out, too, because you get there's a specific um, illness you can get from eating bear meat if you don't cook it properly. you got to cook the shit out of it. And if you don't, you get this disease. So, like, you know, it's funny how many people back in those days did have that sickness from eating bear meat, you know. Mm. And it's just kind of weird. Some of those things, like, you know, as, a, as a, the cattle trains moved out west, the, the, the uh, wagon trains moved out west and stuff like that, they weren't hunting deer. You know, they you know you always think about that in the movies. They're always hunting deer. They're hunting this. They're hunting back then. They were hunting bear, and they were eating the crap out of some bear meat. You know, <laughs> nowadays they're eating you know like you know venison all the time. You know, like that's one of those things like like there's nothing quite like venison chili. Oh my god, that's that's been my thing lately. Did, <laughs> I, did I tell you that? Or did you no, that no. Or? Really? I've been making venison chili like crazy. Lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just made something the other day. It was so good. Because they don't have any natural mm-hmm. predators out here. You have, like, when deer hunting season opens up. Me. Yeah, in Michigan. They got me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, and when I say that, like, the meat was gifted to me. I didn't actually eat it. But I will eat it. Well, because <laughs> you know, you know, for a while, you know, in the 1800s, they had this thing where, like, they wanted to hunt all the wolves. They wanted to get rid of the wolves. They were killing ranchers, killing their cattle or whatever. And so, now to this day, so this side of the Mississippi River, there are no wolves except in northern Michigan, you know, at all, really. There might, might be a small amount, like, here and there, here and there. But for the most part, the wolves are gone. That's why the coyotes are so prevalent in Michigan right now. Yeah. They have no natural competitors. Yeah. You know, there's a coyote two blocks over today. They posted on the, on the Facebook. They were like, just a heads up. He's right there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's right <laughs> over there. But it's interesting because, like, the police won't do anything about him either, which is weird. <laughs> you know, they posted on Facebook. And one dude, of course, like, right below is like, I'll take care of it. And it's like, no, you won't. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Because <laughs> coyotes are like. Now, did you guys speaking of that? So, did you run into any like 
But you're in Santa Fe. Did you run into wild animals and stuff like that? Did you have anybody like so? Were they harassing <laughs> you? Or you're like, I, you know. No, but like they, we would get warned about like snakes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like watch out for like, I don't know if rattlesnake den or yeah. pit is right. Well, uh, and then it would be like watch snakes, out for. Rail snakes would be um, in the brush and things, but they really? said it was they said it was uh, late in the season, so the adults were all hibernating, so you w- you wouldn't hear any rattlesnakes, and that was that was that was dangerous because yeah. young rattlesnakes were still out and they don't make noise. Really, no shit. And they will still kill the shit out of you. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys were which. which pretty far out which, which did point. did enter my mind when we were like going through hay bales and like driving stuff to just because we had to kind of go to other parts of the ranch where there wasn't a lot of people and you go out in the brush a little bit to get some of the stuff yep. so we'd be getting like railroad ties or whatever else like you know mm-hmm. you know and like there was there was one point where i was like going into a building that didn't look like anybody had gone in in like 20 no sh- years and no i'm like shit. i'm like well i'll go quick yeah. <laughs> there, there were uh Tarantulas as big as your hand. No kidding, around. yeah. Um, there are a bunch of little lizards running around. Um, there, there are all these beetles um, that I, I loved watching the beetles. Um, that you know, that were like big as a quarter, just wandering around really? doing, doing yeah. beetle stuff. That's cool. Little and lizards. Then, uh, yeah, the little lizards. Looking um, at Disney World, those little tiny lizards were they bigger? They were similar with uh, the they just they just kind of, they just kind of scurry across the ground every once in a while. Yeah. No way, it's kind of we're not you know up here we don't have a lot of that. Like we have some, obviously we have coyote, we have some deer. You always hear some some poor guy hitting deer. My brother hit a deer a while back, totaled his car, you know. But you don't really hear about like that kind of danger. There's no dangerous animals up here really. No, not you know. Either. My sister lived in England. My brother in law's Air Force, and they moved around. They were in Alaska for a while. I remember she told me a story how like this moose had sat down next to their car, and they called because <laughs> they were living just off base. And they call the local PD, and they're like, "No, we're not, we're not touching that moose, the, the moose at all. It's good. Yeah, kids aren't, there's no don't worry about it. It's fine." And yeah, she's like, "Well, the kid- grizzlies in your backyard." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they went to England though, and they had spiders like massive in the like Those in their house, like big spiders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> stuff. That's that's cool. That's kind of cool though. I was wondering about that. Like, I mean, I don't know you had horses, obviously, and stuff like that, but I wasn't sure if you had to deal with like, horses, like yeah. varmints. Yeah, um, there were you'd see jackrabbits every once in a while. Oh, that's um, cool. They were the jackrabbits. Yeah, I didn't big. see one. Really? Yeah. They were yeah. really big. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was standing there and uh, talking to somebody, and then this like bush like moved. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> it, was, it was just a big jackrabbit. I was like, oh shit, no shit. That's it's cool. Yeah. yeah, I never, cause, you know, I've never been out that far. My buddy Aaron, best man at my wedding and all that stuff. He moved out with his wife to uh, uh, Mesa, Arizona. He's like, yeah, there's a lot out here. Because they're on the edge of town. Like, behind behind his neighborhood is just desert. You know? And he's like, yeah, they get a lot. Like, they get to watch it when they go out. They get a fence. The fence doesn't do shit. You know? Like, <laughs> that's kind of cool. So, so you guys, so you get to go ahead for the movie. You know? And everything's cool and all that. You kind of get excited about it. You're not really sure. What was the first big thing that happened where they were like, you know, we're doing this. It's happening now. You know? I would say it was when uh, Brian was telling us about the casting. Is like that's when it really started to kind of sink in. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, Stephen Dorff was on pretty much the whole time when we were talking about casting. Yeah. And so that was really cool. Like like when he said yeah. Stephen Dorff, I was like Stephen Dorff. Okay, yeah, he's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then and then like Solid. some 
some Stop other it. yeah some other, yeah uh, i think better than Tom, but yeah you know but um the uh then like after that there were and, and he was cast as bishop right out the gate you know um but after that you know there was a couple different names thrown around for reno i don't know if i'm actually allowed to say yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, we we could we um, could start rumors. <laughs> start rumors. Well, I don't know if it's we, rumors. It's just we know. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> they, they went through like three or four names. Unless we're so just we're, gonna lie. We're Patrick, names. So Patrick Stewart was gonna be big. You know. <laughs> yeah. there, there were a couple people. We had to turn him down. Yeah, turn him down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sir, sorry, Sir Pat yeah. Sue. Sorry, buddy. He was gonna do it for free. We're like, no. We got Edward James almost, but but I would but I would say like as like the actors started getting attached, right? Mm -hmm. And um, like Jack wasn't attached right away. There was a couple other people who like um, people that that Brian's worked with before. A couple names came through, and a couple people that that he hadn't worked with necessarily. But and Jack's name was in the mix. It was. It was in the mix, but like we didn't know who was gonna. Who's available or whatever, Yeah, exactly. right? that's the thing, too. Yeah, right, So it's yeah. like, oh, we can talk to this person, this person, and we'll let you know. And it'd be like one of those things, and, and you know, the whole thing will fall apart tomorrow. Bye. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that would happen. I'll likely kill and, you in the morning. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. and so, like, as that would happen, and, like, uh, people would get solidified, and so then Jack was on board, right? And then, uh, you know, we had to figure out who Roy was going to be, and uh, who's going to play Roy. And... Uh, we're kind of going through the process and there's some names being brought up and, you know, and then, uh, Cole finally gets attached, uh, Cole Hauser. Yeah. And it was like, from who's on Yellowstone now, which yeah. is like ridiculously huge, mo- you know, huge yeah. TV series. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, mildly popular. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> as so, you're wearing so, a Yellowstone Dutton ranch shirt. Yeah. Matt. So, <laughs> it's probably re- not an accident. I, re- right? I represent for my fellas. So, <laughs> so Cole gets attached and we're like, Oh, crap that's awesome like so yeah. like, we're like excited yeah. and then boom uh four gets attached like like I, th- I think i found that one out in a text message yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, was, well, I was like wait what yeah once once cole was attached um people from yellowstone kind of trickled in and, and yeah there were there were a couple people i think like the the final number was and, like six people from yeah yellowstone. Mulber- oh, mulberry's cool. funny was after that and um yeah cole looks yeah. like a fucking cowboy like every picture you see of that dude you're like Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're, oh yeah, you're, you're, you know, and he's he's owning it. Man. He's living it. You you yeah. want to talk about a cowboy though? Yeah, yeah. Forey, Forey, and Wilder. Yeah, Forey and Wilder. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about Wilder and his son. Yeah. Uh, um, like at one point, so you know, Forey plays Lloyd on Yellowstone. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's like you see somebody play on TV. Play on TV. It's like, oh man, he's good. Then you meet him in real life, and it's like, oh no, he. He's this. This is the yeah. thing. Uh, he, he's exactly what you think he is, and he's super cool. Yeah. And uh, like I remember, just like at one point, uh, he was riding around uh, on set one day on a horse, and he was his character doesn't ride a horse. He's but he was just riding a horse. Like and, yeah. and like somebody, somebody said to him, like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "There's a horse here. I'm gonna ride it." <laughs> like, he said, yeah. That's like, awesome. I'm paraphrasing. He said something like that, yeah. and, and I was yeah. like. I was like, yep, that sounds right. Forey and his son Wilder, they both have ranches in New Mexico. So they're, you know, they're both, you know, I mean, they both have ranches to take care of. So when they're not being cowboys on TV, they're being cowboys at home. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like 900% legit. And, and, and not, 
And not to take anything away from Cole Hauser because yeah. like Cole Hauser, his first day on set in costume, uh, they they uh, introduced him to this horse that they had set aside specifically for him. Yeah. And uh, the the guy who owned the horses, he also makes custom saddles. So he had made a cool. period correct saddle for for uh, Cole specifically. That's, yeah. That's really and, cool. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm standing there on the on the depot steps and <clears throat> Cole hops on the horse to try out the saddle. He kind of trots down the end of the street, stops the horse, you know, uh, has it walk backwards, has it walk forwards, <laughs> has it walk backwards again, and then he comes at a gallop back, stops it on a dime, and uh, he says, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work out, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't think this is, I don't, maybe, <laughs> and I, and I, I, I just made a sarcastic remark to him, like, eh, it looks like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, my God, like, no. He expertly rode this horse, and that horse was expertly trained. <laughs> you know, and, and so, I mean, it was, it's like if, if you're a race car driver and you hop in any, any car or drive it perfectly. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just, yeah. It just like that. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. also wouldn't, like, an expert race car driver, like, take a car that I would consider to be, like, this amazing piece of engineering they're like yeah it's okay yeah i'm sure he's ridden a lot of horses yeah, like, yeah that could I, be it yeah and i think he was just talking about the saddle like the, the saddle had a, bit, a little bit of give oh really and, 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 oh well, yeah. yeah well so i mean it's so, like the guy who just suggested it for him and everything and, and fix it up but he's, he's like yeah i don't know if i can do this yeah <laughs> i'm like oh yeah you don't know what you're doing <laughs> and he, he gave me this look and like I had met him the day before, yeah, and we talked a little bit, but like, like he didn't really know me very much yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, like, shut up. Man. So yeah, so it's like it's like, you know, that was the day that Cole Hauser killed Matt Miner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, that was the day we lost one of our executive yeah, producers. Right, yeah, <laughs> he just kicked you in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, after after that though, we got along swimmingly. It was great. We're best friends. <laughs> Talk every day now. Yeah. Talk every day. Yeah. We text all the time. Yeah. Well, what are you I having mean, for breakfast? Take a picture of your food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cole, Cole was Cole was really cool on set, um, and I mean he just he killed it. He had a great time. Well, like actually, in <laughs> talking about people, like I, I love talking to Wilder because like Wilder just seemed like every day. Like he was just like he's like man, it was just a great day. Like he like he like he had he, yeah. he had like such great energy. I was just, like yeah. you just wanted to be around him. Like he was so fun. Yep. And uh, my favorite thing from set that he did is there's a scene where like he. He did, uh, he did some stunt writing because obviously he's really good, and uh, he did a scene where um, he was um, in for uh, uh, Stephen Dorff um, riding into town to the saloon. Um, I'm almost, I'm almost positive that was Wilder. He did two. He did, but, he did, he did one for he did, Reno he did, and he, he did one he, for, he did for two. Bishop. No, but he he did he did this take where he. He comes flying into town like everybody's like cleared out, so he's got like a space, and he comes flying into town, and uh, he stops the horse on a dime, and like you know, he goes and it looks great, and then so like, let's take one more. Second one, he comes in even harder, yeah, and he comes even harder, and he's he's really riding, <laughs> and he does like a sliding stop. No shit. He goes in, and he he busts through the saloon doors, you know, and, and you know, cut. And Edward just goes, wow! Like, yeah. It looked great. And, the, and, like, and Brian just like, Brian just turns around. He's, he's pretty guarded. You know, he's just got this yeah. wry smile. And he's like, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Wilder had his horses there. And that was that was one of his longtime horses. Um, I, I, was, I was on set with Wilder a lot. And, you know, like, like Kevin said, he just had a great energy. Like, 
it didn't matter what was going on. Like he, he got involved. Like he was, he was taking care of his horses, like cleaning up behind him. Like there was one day I'm like, I'm helping him clean up behind his horses. Yeah. And he goes, man, you don't got to do that. Like I got this. And he's like trying to get me to go away. And I'm like, no, I'll help you. <laughs> and you know, you're like, making it worse. Go away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but I mean like, 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 uh, from, I, I want to say from the second week he was there till the end. And, uh, like he he did stunts, he did his role, which um, was Bishop's brother. Um, he and his he and Forey and uh, Boots Sutherland they owned this uh, stagecoach, and so like they brought their stagecoach in. I only saw the picture That's of the stagecoach. So it was cool. it was gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it, is, it was beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. like cool. seeing like all of these characters that you guys have created in your mind and put on paper like just come to life right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, you it's know? gonna like, be their wild. Their faces are now. The faces that are going to be, you know, from your yeah. book, you know, forever put on, you know, yeah. uh, in the movie. I, I, I think uh, for me, and Matt, Matt got a different version of this because he was there before me. I think for me is when I when I saw Jack in full gear. Yeah, yeah, Reno, uh, I think yeah. I was standing there with Jake, and like uh, I can't remember if I hit him or he hit me. <laughs> One of us hit each other, and we we're like, dude. Dude, <laughs> it's right there. That's surreal. And, and like, yeah. and like, we're just like geeking out, like all by ourselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was super cool. It was yeah. like that. That stuff was awesome. And I gotta tell you, like, um, speaking of that, uh, Stephen brought like such gravitas. Like every scene he was in, yeah. Uh, like his bishop, and he like. It felt good. Like he, it felt like seriously. Yeah. Do not screw with this dude. It was good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that's but that was the character we were trying to write, and I just it felt like he just nailed that. It was awesome. Yeah. The the first very first shot, uh, I took a picture of it, and it's it's Reno coming out of the desert, and I, I sent that to Kevin and Jake, and uh, like it was, it was like, and I sent them one more shot. It was, it was the it was the um, the sticks on the ground. It said you know dead man's hand and. That was the yeah. like, second shot I sent him, and then I think the third shot I sent him was uh, was uh, Jack Kilmer's makeup on his on his fingers, and uh, I, I started I just started getting bombarded with texts from Kevin and Jake. They're like, "Oh my God, I hate you! I wish I was there." That is so cool, you know. But uh, I mean, it, like watching watching Jack come up over this hill, like first thing, um, Kevin and I were, through this whole process were very very guarded and tried not to get too excited mm-hmm. not get, tried not to get too far ahead of ourselves that was the first moment where like i'm already there i've been there yeah. for three days when this happens and, I, and i'm going <laughs> oh my god this is this alcohol this is happening oh and that's it, so awesome it, that's awesome it, it was um well was i sobering I would have people say like, "Aren't you excited?" And like, and I would be like, "Yeah, I'm excited." Like on the outside. Oh yeah, yeah. On the inside, Not, you're cool. screaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like on, cool. on the outside, yeah. on the outside, I'm like, "Yeah, this is this is cool. This is I'm excited." On the inside, I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. It's a thing. We did the thing. Now they're doing yeah. the thing." Yeah. That's so, so, so many times, like I, I yeah. just wish I could yell, "We made a movie." That was so awesome. Yeah. Although once, once the trailer drops, I'm just. I'm just putting it on repeat on my phone and just walking around with the volume all the way up. And <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're on which, which, which is Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, so. cool. Tuesday, right? We're, we're recording on a Saturday, so it'll be it's coming up. Should be Tuesday. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll time it up. We'll time it up. We'll it'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's it, but you got to maintain. Yeah, when you're, when you're in a situation yeah. like that. I mean, be cool, man. You got to be yeah. cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So, like, our, we have a friend, Jay Fasco, who's, who's, you know, he's a Marvel artist, Disney artist, all that. 
we were sitting at con one year when um it was it was right between uh it was right before what's his name did aquaman um momoa momoa so momoa came was he was he, he was promoting a movie it was right after he well, did I mean, game he, of thrones he, he did well he did before game of thrones he did conan yeah and I don't he, know what he did after. I think it was right after, like he just got done with Game of Thrones, and he was like, he can't get back from Europe. I remember because he said he was in Europe and he couldn't afford to fly back. <laughs> it's one of the stories you read. You're like, really? Wait, wait, really? He's like, yeah. So you're like, but he was standing there in a fire pit outside a con one time, and people were orbiting him like satellites, <laughs> like afraid to talk to him, or whatever. And I was like, I gotta talk to that dude because Fazgo has been like, man, you just talk to anybody. I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna talk to that guy. And I went over to talk to him. And I was drunk, obviously. You know, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, this talked. I talked to him for like 20 minutes, or whatever. And I sat down again. You know, and Foskett's like, I can't believe you just talked to whatever. And the next day, we bumped into him. He was like trying to cut through the crowd, and he had some poor like assistant with him. And I don't know if it was just somebody from the con or whatever. He was like, Oh, 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 you know. And and my mom was just walking through, looking at stuff. I'm like, Hey, Jason, what's up? How you doing? He's like, Hey. You know, yeah. and Fosco was with me, and he's like, "What the hell, Steve?" I'm like, "Why?" Well, I'm just maintaining. I was like, "Trust me." Inside, I'm like, <laughs> "You know," but inside, you're just like, "You know," and that's that, you got to be like that. You can't like you know, you can't freak out because they're just people, right? You know, but well, well like especially in that context, like he's just there, he's hanging out, he's yeah, doing, yeah. Well, with you, you guys, you're seeing characters that you that you wrote. And you drew that are being brought to life. Well, you know? like going back to like when I said like we we did this like backstory stuff yeah. and and we were sharing it with with uh, Jack. Like I had it like queued up on my phone. I was like prepared for this, you know. And so I was like I was like air dropping him like his his part of it, right? Yeah. And we were just talking and, and like in the three of us and like Matt just Matt and I were just kind of talking to him and he was he was super cool. He's very into it and he was like. He he really wanted to know everything, which mm-hmm. for me, yeah, to have him, yeah, be like that into it, to really want to know. You think I wasn't geeking yeah, out? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I was geeking yeah. out so <laughs> hard yeah. because there's another piece to this. When when Matt and I were writing it, yeah, we would pitch dialogue like in the scenes. And we would do an impersonation of Val Kilmer doing oh, Jesus Doc, Doc Holliday, <laughs> yeah, which is a yeah. brilliant. So oh, to brilliant have role. so to have Jack step into this role, we we're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? Did Val ever show up on set just to harass his son? You know, like not, no, no, no. Was, that's that's no. a good dad not to go this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Yeah. No, that that's. It's a good thing he didn't because yeah. that would have been my geek out limit. Like I'd have lost it. <laughs> yeah. I'd have lost it. I'd have like gone up and given him a hug or something. Yeah, like, or something yeah. super inappropriate. Yeah. He was there when Miriam was running uh, Motor City. I remember he was there with um, the kids from It were there. Was it It? Yeah, the kids from It were there, and they had disappeared. And like, wait, that... the kids from It disappeared? Well, you need to check yeah, on right, them. yeah. You need well, to check on them immediately. Turns out, turns out they were out back doing something they shouldn't. They, Things were going on out back in the parking lot that shouldn't have been going on. From you the know. book, it or from the movie, it. from the movie, yeah, from the, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And, that sounds uh, inflammatory. I remember, like, like Val after he, I saw, like he was talking to the kids, and um, and I was like, I remember asking one of the guys that he was like one of the, one of the volunteers there. I was like, what do you think they were talking? He's like, yeah, he was like giving them like advice, like you know, like and he couldn't talk a lot at that point because he, you mm-hmm. know, he had the throat, you know, cancer, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but he took time. 
out to I, speak to these kids about, you know. And he's making the point. And that's not easy for him. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, you know, from what I understand, like, he's got a bad rep, but I hear he's a very good person. So I'm not surprised his kids also, you know, like, you know, and also one of those kids, like, puts a lot of effort into the role or whatever like that. And so you, 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 all you guys had, like, this group of actors there that were really, like, into the roles, into, like, like, like really, like, wanted to put everything they had into the characters that they were performing, you know, like, yeah, that's no, like sweet. To, to me, that meant a lot. Yeah, like, right. Like, I yeah. Well, that when, was that was really cool. When I met Jack, um, he, I was talking to um, our art director Vince, and we were we were trying to figure out some stuff in the saloon, and uh, Jack came in, and so um, Vince was really good about watching out for me, and uh, he would introduce me to everybody. Like he'd go, hey, <laughs> like he'd go, hey, you gotta meet Matt, and he, or like you know, like he'd, he'd bring me over to everybody. Um, but, uh, I was talking to Jack and, and, and Vince goes, uh, Jack, this is Matt Miner. And he goes, Oh, you wrote the book. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he's, he said he read it about 12 times. Really? Yeah. Um, well, just an aside that is a good freaking book. <laughs> like it is a, it's a legit well, good book. I've read it a couple times, like more than a couple, maybe like five or six yeah. times. It's one of those things where like, I have a bookshelf in the house of all my shit. Kevin's seen it cause I geek out. I made you drink some, in some, uh. Italian moonshine off that shelf, you know, like my boss brought back. <laughs> yeah, I really fought you on that. One. <laughs> it's like seventy percent alcohol, well, well, but like there's there's certain certain things that I will pick up and read, like my comics. We were talking about yeah. you know pre show that you know I recently polybagged that I probably shouldn't have been reading regularly, and that's one of those ones I'll pick up. And I'm like, you know, Kelly's like, oh, you're reading you're reading Kevin's book, and I'm like, shut up. Like it's it's <laughs> it's legitimately it's a good read. Well, I I hope that. You know, when we sent it to Jack and, yeah. you know, all the principal actors got one in advance, I believe. I, well, I hope so. But anyways, um, <laughs> but, I, but I hope that, like, when he's reading it. He's, Corin's he, like, what the he, fuck? <laughs> well, like, like I want him to get excited about reading his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because to me, that's just going to make his performance better where he's like, this, like, this is, this is a meaty character. I can really dive in and I can... And like he's I, not Brando I, walking on the set of Transformers movie like what am I playing again? Well, like whatever you know, like, like, <laughs> like where I really got excited in terms of like watching Jack's performance is probably when we were in this the, doing the poker scene. Yeah, and um, is that where they get the the bottle of minor whiskey? Well, the, I'll let Matt talk about <laughs> it. But but, um, but what I liked so much about it was. Um, in the the way we wrote it is we wanted uh, Reno. I mean, he's the hero, but we want him to be a little antagonistic. Oh, yeah, we, we yeah. want the other guys to kind of like want to like like this kid's running his mouth. I want to. Yeah, this you pick that up in the comic for sure. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like you want him to be. And I, I felt like I felt like Jack had like just like the perfect energy for it. It was so oh, that's I was, cool. I was like, all right, this is I, I okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, so, there's there's a really great interaction there where um where he introduces himself and he's and he goes, my friends call me Reno, and uh, so Stephen Dorf goes. Well, John, <laughs> it's just it's just dripping. It is yeah, just so beautiful. It's beautiful. I love that stuff. It's 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 one of those comics too. Like the art style. What did you when it came right down to the art style with that? What did you? It's very washed out on purpose. Yeah, it looks like an old timey like a like an old kind. Was that like a like a specific choice? You're like I want it to look very like, much so. Like not yeah. not dirty, but just like look worn. The, 
the aesthetic uh, that yeah. we were going for was oh, use big you, words, sure, big words, whatever, Kevin. You, 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 you <laughs> well, what we were going for was like uh, we wanted it to be like something you found in your grandpa's attic, like it was like yeah. uh, like it had the feel of like a like a dime novel that he got when he was a kid and it's been sitting there and yeah. you found it and you're like, oh, what is this thing? With that was kind of like we wanted that kind of feel because like the, even the like the poster, I mean the the, the covers are freaking dope. You know, you look at the thing, you're like, that's just cool looking. Like, it, it uh, looks like a freaking tattoo. We had to, to work around Jake's penciling. It's, it's okay. <laughs> oh, poor Jake. Poor Jake. Yeah, Jake's a fantastically <laughs> talented penciler. Oh, no, no, it's don't, don't wash other. over that. You're shitting out of No, I mean, I mean, it, it's just, there's just no getting around it. I mean, he's he's very, very good. And, and, uh, and. We, we made a choice that, like, we feel like Jake's pencils are so strong. Like, we wanted to find a style that didn't fight it and yeah. and used it. Yeah. Because, um, like, we were we were working with, like, inking it and then, like, darkening the colors and, and, like, darkening the pencils more, which we did a little bit just yeah. to get the right kind of contrast. But we wanted to preserve uh, his pencil lines and his shading because they're they're excellent. And this is the thing. So, like, it's like looking like uh, I, we were talking about before before we started recording whatever. I was going. I have a couple of huge totes of reader comics. They're comics from like the the eighties, seventies, and eighties and stuff like that. And yeah, they're faded or whatever. But that style that they used to do, the old Kirby stuff, where it's it's not crisp and clean. And I pick up a comic nowadays, and there's some I mean, brilliant comics out there. But when it's super crisp and the colors are just screaming in your face, it doesn't feel as much like a comic to me as it does like a magazine you know what i mean like sometimes you know what i'm saying like i feel like, like it depends on the book though i mean like like so, sometimes that works like you got to find the right art style and color style yeah you know that that works yeah um, it's true i mean a lot of it had to do with the paper and the inks they were using true i mean like look at the cable comics and even the deadpools from like the you know the, like even like 20 years ago whatever you're looking at me like it's faded it looks well, like I mean, a comic book you well, know? Look, but nowadays at, it's glossy and like bright and... look at like the aesthetic that uh there it is again <laughs> that uh that like david peterson gets with mouse guard mm-hmm. where, where it all feels very much like it, it's it's painted and etched out of wood almost like, yeah it's, it's gorgeous but it fits the it, it fits the vibe of the book like perfectly the kelly and did that when she did the um that nora comic where she painted i Every single page is paint as a painting yes. that she shrunk down. And, and, and I remember she yeah. was she was getting worried that you could see like the paint strokes. I'm like, no, yeah, no, that's good. That's, good. Yeah. It, that's that's that <clears throat> is different and cool, and I love it. It's one of those things like your comic and like her, because she spent a solid year doing. I want to say it was like eight issues or twelve issues, and she painted every individual page, mm-hmm. and, you know, and like. Like your comics, like that too. Like you look at it, and it's like it's so freaking unique. Like that does, like I don't know. There's there's cowboy comics out there. There's different, like like Walking Dead's black and white and shit like that. It's cool. It's but it has a unique, specific style, you know that I think is pretty freaking awesome. So I understand, like for you to see that brought to life, it's got to be kind of like <laughs> it's got to be wild. Well, man. I mean, like when I was at San Diego years ago, and um. Uh, get a compliment from like Jeff Darrow, yeah, who's amazing work and like the detail he puts into his stuff and how unique it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for him to be like, that's really cool. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, I didn't draw it. <laughs> I did the color. I read the. Um, no, but I mean, like that. I think with like an indie book, you know, uh, 
I think it's important to feel a little different to kind of push yeah. something a little different. I, I think, you know, we achieve that. Um, and it helps it stand out a little bit, you know, and, it but it's, but it was, uh, it also just, I don't know, like as we were doing, it just kind of felt right. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah, we, we had done, um, a, a previous, uh, idea with a kind of a similar aesthetic. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the, the, the amount of production. We're about to get to Pee Wee's Funhouse. Like, we're doing the day. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the production on that was 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 hard on us. Um, so we wanted we wanted to when we wanted to try to retackle this kind of project. We wanted something where we could be uh, looser, dirtier, faster, and it still worked out and made sense. And and um, when we were talking about ideas, you know, I I, I was pitching the the cowboy idea, and I, yeah. I, I I fleshed it out a little bit, and and Kevin and Jake were like, yeah. Like I think I think that's gonna work, and and we just we worked it up, and it it looks it good because it's clean. It's easy to see what's going on in the comic. Like every like you look at the panels, you can see everything perfectly. It's not like it's washed out like old paper or something. Like that. But the look of it is like the comic next to you that uh, um, I've got the collection of the um, yeah Marvel zombies. Marvel yeah. zombies. Like again, that's one of those ones where it's fun to look at, but it's so crisp and it's so like like. Super, super, like almost, I want to say high def. It's real life, obviously. It's not high def, but you know that look is cool and all that. But the way you guys did the comic looks so like just gritty. I guess is the word I want to use. The grit, the grit. Yeah, it was like any any imperfections were to be allowed. Yeah, yeah, I love that. This is kind of neat. Yeah. So when you when you were looking at like the costuming and stuff like that, did you ever kind of go? Eh. You know, like <laughs> it's a little bright. You know, like <laughs> there, there, there were a lot of times when I was doing, um, when I was doing set decoration or, or, or you know, bringing out props or you know, just like looking at everything, and I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, this is, I, I a couple times I was thinking, I don't know if this is gonna work. Like really? I, yeah. I don't, I don't feel good about this. And then when we got done with it. Um, the way everything was framed, the yeah. um, the director of photography Adam Biddle was excellent, mm-hmm. and uh, he just would frame up stuff so good. And um, we uh, we had these smoke machines, and they would call for atmosphere, <laughs> and, and they go, they'd go, "We need more atmosphere, more atmosphere." And there's just smoke, more cowbell. Yeah, yeah. No, and it, like, it was there was almost there was. There was almost no limit to more. Like, yeah, like yeah, there, there was times, no such thing as too much. A couple of times, I swear you couldn't see past really? your hand, and he still got and, the and, shot. And we're we're still shooting. That's cool. Yeah, but um, but Brian's like that though. Look so, at look at look at Rotten Tail. Rotten well, Tail was really dark in some scenes, but you still saw, you know, like everything that was going on. You know what I mean? And, and even on set, Brian was really cool with me a couple of times where like I would stand behind a lot and like mm-hmm. try to not be in the way. Yeah, yeah. And there was there was one or two times where he saw me standing there. He goes, hey, come here. And I got to see, like, through his stuff. And I'm like, God damn, that looks cool. That's cool. You know? Yep. And uh, But I want to come back to the smoke thing because I got a, <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a fun story about Matt. So, like, we we shot a lot in the in the uh, saloon because the there's, cou- there's a couple major scenes that happen in there. But particularly the poker scene is a, is a key scene oh, in the yeah. book. It's a key scene in the movie. Um. And they've got the smoke machines going, and they've we've got all the extras they, they, in there. They would yell, "Highlander, more smoke!" Yeah. <laughs> and 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 we would like set up and move to guy. a new spot, and we 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 do all kinds of stuff. 
And at one point, um, I'm kind of standing in the back, and Matt and I were like in charge of like making sure. So Matt did these like awesome custom decks that are like for the movie. Yeah. Like um, like he drew like all the aces and everything, and did it. It was awesome. Really? Uh, yeah. That's cool, dude. And, took and 10 I, packs of cards out there. And no I shit. helped. <laughs> and I helped. Cool. Help but, but, but Matt did these really cool, um, these really cool cards. Uh, I should have brought them. But anyways, because I've, I've got a deck. But anyways, um, but anyways, but but they're but they're like bigger. They're like custom to like era specific. Like yeah. that's did, cool. Did a lot yeah, of cool uh, stuff with uh, it. But Matt period I, specific with for poker cards which is a little yeah. it's a little wider than a modern poker card i got a period specific deck of cards i'll show you when we're done with this that your brother's seen before and they're from the 1950s and they're really good brian asked us to like take some decks and we had to make sure we had one that was like a shuffle deck that was easy to shuffle huh. we had to have a we had to have a couple decks ready to go that like they would um deal a certain way so that when people got their cards they, 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 when they flipped them, it would like make sense, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, so like Matt and I were like doing all that stuff. So like, we're kind of on the side. And then like, if they had a question, they might ask me or Matt to be like, hey, like, would somebody do this or this? You know, and we'd answer mm -hmm. that stuff. So we're right there and we're kind of going back and forth, but we're like right next to this. Like, we're in between where the smoke machines are and the, and the, and the, and the, and the doors and, and all the smokes. Yeah, and, and they don't want people coming in and face. out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. at one and, point, and they're trying to hold the smoke in the room. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, I see Matt, and his face is just getting increasingly red, and he's, <laughs> and he's going, but wait, 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 wait. Kevin, his throat was really dry. He's, oh, he's so dying. Dry. So he goes, "Hey, give me your water." And so I give him my water, and he he fixes the tickle in his throat. Then, Kevin may continue with the story. Okay. No, no. So, so apparently, I've got his water. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't. Really, I didn't really ever think about that until just now. But anyways, so I've got his water, and uh, I look at Matt, and Matt's like just far enough away from me. I can't really do anything, but I can see him. And I remember I see Jake, and Jake's closer, but I tap Jake, and I look at we look at Matt, and Matt's just he's standing there, just kind of doing like these little like <laughs> like he's gonna cough and. and He's not. There's full scene. His full scene is his all face going. is red, and and they're going and they're doing all their dialogue, and there's no cut, and it's probably a good minute, minute and a half yeah. that they're going. And Matt, like at the beginning of the scene, is feeling it, <laughs> and so you can see it getting increasingly worse, and Matt's face is getting redder and redder, and then he just goes down to a knee <laughs> at one point, and he, and Brian finally says cut. And Matt's like, <laughs> and Jake and I are just like, <laughs> like we're laughing, super. And now, so like later on, same thing happens to me. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and and I've got to tickle my throat, and I'm holding it, and I'm holding it, and I I remember just thinking, like I'm not gonna cough during the scene. Yeah. Like, I'm just not gonna do it. And I'm like, at one point, I'm like, either I'm gonna blow a blood vessel <laughs> or i'm gonna cough like one of the two and i and i'm able to hold it too but like yeah. but I it was, was just, i was not gonna cough in the middle of the scene no yeah right who well, did that well we all, we like we all like did like there were things that would screw up scenes every so often <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I i did like i told you like i i i screwed up the the scenes you know because i i put my thumb on the, on the oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah, but there but, but that would be like screwing up. up the scene while you're trying to do the scene. We, this is like yeah. us in the background, not yeah. in the scene. It's <laughs> up. Like that, that is such like a do not do yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Especially like if we ruined like a really good take, like oh my god, I, I, no. Jesus. 
But how many, it just how many? What was, what was like the longest take? What took the longest to shoot? Do you remember? <laughs> the the long the longest one that I remember was um, Jack walking across the desert. Yeah, and we we talked about this before, and 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 this is this is stuff that like screws up takes. Yeah, so Jack's coming out of the he's coming out of the desert. He's he, it's it's just a hill adjacent to the movie ranch. Yeah, he's just walking, and it looks like there's nothing out there. Yeah, and he's just walking, and we're we're just rolling. It's it's like five minutes of him walking, and we're just gonna take the best ten seconds, yeah, whatever, yeah. a minute. Yeah, but I hear this truck in oh, the distance, no. and it's just, and then and then all of a sudden this white dump truck goes across the back of the oh back Jesus of the scene. Christ and it's and, and like Jack's just walking and there's this truck like for like like 30 <laughs> seconds like through the back and then Brian goes it's fine we'll we'll fix it in post yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine I didn't know they were like all right turn around turn around walk no, no I mean they they probably could have had yeah. you know enough footage but like they I mean they had him walk that's <laughs> he walked like 200 yards and that's, then the truck oh, was, the truck was there for 50 of them oh Jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get that a lot with some of the, some movies. Well, have, you know, like the Bond films in particular. When I heard that, like, when they're in some of these foreign cities or whatever, like, you're not stopping shit. So you're gonna film like if somebody like in the background walks like past or whatever, it's like they keep going. You know, was was it yeah. a taxi? No, was it was the one where uh, the one guy is like, I'm fucking working here. I'm working uh, here. Midnight is a midnight cowboy. Yeah, yeah, with a kid. Taxi I'm walking cabs, here. Like, Screw you guys. Yeah. I'm freaking going. I've got a job to do. Yeah, you know? I'm walking like, here. You know, and they just kept it. Like whatever. You know. <laughs> But you can't uh, keep you can't keep a dump truck. But they would do they would do other scenes. I guess you could consider them long, but it would be like a like a long shot. Like the after like there was like a whole afternoon where they just they just did riding shots of people riding yeah. and shooting, and they just kind of take turns. And they had like a rig that like if they wanted to get a close up, and then they'd have people riding behind them, and then they'd yeah. switch, and they you know, and they just mm-hmm. they just kept doing like circles around the ranch like over and over and over again for seriously like at least four hours. No like, way. So like, so yeah. like those. I guess yeah. you can call them long scenes because yeah, they would just yeah. shoot them and say like, "Do it again, do it again." We'll just cut yeah. it, you know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's cool as hell. Yeah, I love stuff like that. So like, how like how long? Like you were out there the whole time. How long? Yep. How long did it take to film? <laughs> like, like the long. whole thing. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, like you like the saloon scene for instance. You know, like you were in there for a while then, right? Like you said, they well, filmed that a lot. Well, there's multiple saloon scenes. Yeah. So like, did they film we, them all at once. Or did no, they we, go back we, we to did it? one one night and then we did like yeah like and we they, did then we did the other one the following night which kind of was rough because the first night we got blood all over everything oh and shit then we had to shoot <laughs> all, like now all the cards and everything's bloody it wasn't real <laughs> it's fake yeah I, I <laughs> do you hear about that on trek a lot like like they would set up a, a set they would film that scene and there's they say film like like four or five scenes or whatever like then they disassemble the set and then move move everybody over to the next next set or whatever. It's the next day they're shooting that. You can't go back unless you want to reassemble the whole damn thing. Yeah. Are you talking about like when they have to like blow it up? Like for next a battle gen. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that was tough. Like I I was wishing that we had done the one scene first because there was no blood or things being knocked mm. over. Like <laughs> there's one we have everything set up. Yeah. Everything's all set up. We've got we've like Kevin and I we've gone through like having the cards ready a couple times. Like we 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 put the cards down there the first time. And then they go, okay, set it back up, set it back up. And Kevin and I are like, Bleh. oh my <laughs> so god, we hurry up and go put the cards down. And then oh, after shit. that, after that, we're like setting up other decks of cards so we can just swap out the hands. 
Yeah. yeah. And then but, so, sometimes it would be easy, though, because it would be like a close-up of Steven, and like we didn't – we could just hand him cards. Like he just had yeah. to hand out cards because yeah. they weren't – Yeah. They weren't like showing the cards on that particular, yeah. and then other ones they would have like, like, specific close-ups, and like then we have like the hero cards, and like, so, I, th- I think we're making it sound maybe more complicated than it was. It was it was more about just being ready for what they wanted. Well, the cards now the yeah. cards were they, after you drew the cards out or you created whatever, did you have to have somebody like wax them up for you so they could be handled more easily? Or no, they were just a, a, a like a semi-gloss finish yeah. right from the printer. I thought they felt filmed great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, really they're, cool. They're a little bit oversized, you know. Yeah. Um, well, back then there were a lot of them were handmade too. Like there was gonna be some dude that would like, you know, some printing press somewhere in New York the, making them. The you know the 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 prop master Sarah she had um she had these great uh, period cards that were they were the same width but they were, they were they were shorter. Yeah. So like mine were taller on purpose, but yeah. Um, hers hers were all period correct, and some people were giving us some crap about it. And and I said no, these are period correct. And everybody yeah. backed off, and she's like, "Thank you." <laughs> but um, like even even one of the sets that she had was one that I had studied to make my cards. Yeah, like you're like you're like I I think you know I had the original yeah. of that one. So I mean they were they so were good. so we'd have those like at the other tables mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they look good. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, but so there's this scene where everybody's at the table, and we've got all this stuff on there, and uh, there's going to be a gunfight, and and so. They, they they pull uh <laughs> there's this there's this really nice period table that we were lent by um a legendary uh cowboy actor who had a ranch nearby and he had all this period stuff yeah and he told us to be careful with all this stuff and, and we said yeah we will and Stephen Dorff just flips this table over in the middle oh, no. <laughs> in the middle everything goes flying everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, and then we shoot the whole scene, and then then Brian goes, "All right, set it back up." And we're like, "Shit!" Oh my god, it's funny. <laughs> we got to put everything back on the table the way it was. Yeah, so it, look, it looked great yeah. though. Is that kind of stuff it looks planned, awesome. or is that just kind of impromptu? How you how you make the? Well, I I, I, I remember yeah. Steven at one point said, "It's cool if I flip this right." And Brian, and Brian's like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's go cool. ahead." And I, I think, I think Vince, Brian's like, not going to be like, like no. Yeah, well, like. Because Brian was probably like, "Yeah, that looks sweet." Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Vince was Vince was the one who promised that we wouldn't break anything, and and so I, th- I think Vince like grabbed me on the arm and was like, "Oh, well, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, right, yeah." I told Dick we wouldn't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of unplanned stuff, yeah, please. There, there, there was one thing I like. I don't. I haven't. I haven't seen the final cut yet. Right. Yeah. But there's one particular part where. Um, uh, Stephen kind of busts through, <laughs> and um, well, he he, he, come, he comes running into the saloon and he he, he blasts the doors open, and, and and the the first time he comes in, it's great. He just he comes in and blasts the doors open. Like, okay, great, do that again. And do you want do you want to tell? Yeah, this part and now? so like so like on the second take, it was second or third take. I think it was the second yeah, take because we um, didn't get it one, one, one of the one of the doors comes off its hinges. Oh shit. And so it's like, well, we can't do any more takes, but man, if that take ca- came out right, that'll look great. Yeah. That'll look, that'll <laughs> yeah. look awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, Rawr. well, because if you, because it would match up with that thing I was telling you about earlier with um, Wilder with coming in. Yeah, so like, he comes good. in, rising hard, and then all of a sudden, boom, door was yeah. like, so like, well, like, we'll see if, you know, stuff like that yeah. makes it in. But that, really, that was, was really a tough cool. thing, too, because like, the, like, after that happened, that's that's one of the days where we're trying to shoot the saloon 
like after we've broken everything, there's blood on the walls, the the, the door is broken, <laughs> the cards are all covered in blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so somebody Stuff, like... stuff's missing out of the out of the saloon. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It'll all work. You know, it, it, yeah, we'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. Yeah, I'm sure we'll fix it in post. That's nice. So there was how much was there any green screen at all in this movie? Because it seems like it was. Like this, I, from what I'm hearing, it sounds like it's all practical effects. It was everything I saw super was practical. practical. So, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I love that. There, there, there was there is like some budget for some special effects stuff, but it's it's mostly practical. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, the, the the practical effects stuff is just to me. I'd rather see. It. I don't know if it's just because we grew up watching that. You know what I mean? But like you look at a modern movie now, it's like green screen stuff. It's okay, cool, whatever. Guardians of the Galaxy, you're not gonna be like, <laughs> that's not that's not that's not practical effect. Look that's that. not a real alien. Yeah, right. That that laser <laughs> blast ain't real. You well, know, I'll but tell if, you, our aliens were real because <laughs> we were in New Mexico. We're in New Mexico. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, judging by from what I've heard, like, it seems like there was a lot of like hardcore, like physical, like guys bashing into stuff. Did anybody get hurt in the film? Did anybody like really like? Like okay, there, there were no injuries I'm aware of, um, and and like I said, all the gun safety stuff was top notch. Um, the the people who were local were really impressed with with our safety, which yep, was that's cool. I think that was and that's like they were telling me like we'll let everybody know that you guys did it right. That's which cool. I thought was I thought that was a really good seal of approval. So even the old guys like Kevin, they were like you know the scene like oh, hobbling a little bit after like the third or fourth day. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, th- I think other than like uh, my like sinuses going nuts, like, I felt great. Yeah, well, there there were some really cold days. I think um, I think by the end Jack had developed a cold, which actually was awesome because he was supposed to be kind of sick when we were shooting those scenes. Oh really? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, Jack is super method. I can't tell you he how did it on purpose. I am with, yeah. with his dedication. That's awesome. Oh my god, I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I I mean sadly I, I think he he probably picked up a cold or something by the end. I saw a picture but, on uh Corn's uh Instagram. It looked like there was snow on the ground at one point. It didn't <laughs> this did snow there? Yeah. Well so there was one morning, um we went out there. It's it's like ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Normal morning. We're we're starting to set up. We're gonna we're gonna shoot at eleven, and it just starts snowing. No shit. Just snowing, and really? and we're like, uh, is this gonna be bad? Because we're supposed to do stuff outside. Yeah, yeah. And um, especially if it's supposed know. to be the same day, like it's gonna be yeah. like unnerving, you know. Yeah. Well, so it it starts snowing, and it it just. It is. It starts going, mm-hmm. and uh, like I, I took pictures, and like every five minutes, like there's just more and more snow until we've got, you know, half inch to an inch on the ground. Really? And it's just everything's covered, and I'm I'm like like I've got I've got, um, this little face cover on because it's it's cold yeah. with the snow, um, and we're like, I don't know what we're gonna do. Like like what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Twenty minutes later, the snow's all gone. Really, <laughs> all of it's gone, and we that's start shooting cool. again. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Although it was funny, um, we we started shooting, and we're we're we've got this like fight scene going on in the street, and then there's like a couple of like flakes of snow start up again. I'm like, God bless America. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh my <laughs> but it, god. But it, it it went away almost immediately. But I mean, it 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 came down enough. I got, I got some pictures. Yeah. I, I mean, it is just everything's covered, and 
I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out, like, can we explain that? Can we work with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was gone, just like that. Uh, I mean, like, there was one day it rained for 10 minutes. Really? You know, we had, we had lightning one night for <laughs> five minutes. You know, but the rest of the time, the weather was exactly the same the, the whole time. back we're talking about shenanigans yeah. <laughs> inappropriate yeah. shenanigans on set yeah. well there's a lot of times people said to me did you get a picture of that and i was like <laughs> yes yes i did i mean that guy at the party like, hey like, oh, yeah. oh good lord yeah just or you just you know proof for it didn't happen right that's awesome that's true yeah so yeah. so you guys have you get, get the green light for the movie right and um Everything's going cool. You're excited or whatever. You're you're out there. You're shooting or whatever like that. Yeah, you know whatever. When did it actually sink in? Like this is actually freaking. This is this is happening. This is a thing. We're doing it. <laughs> you know, like like we were. Was there a moment where you guys looked at each other like, this is this is freaking cool. This is it. You well, know, I, I it was disjointed because I, when I went out first, like I mean I, I mean I, I I got thrown into it. Like I got off the plane. I went right to the set. Really? And the first thing they had me do was go and pick up a bunch of stuff from this guy's ranch and bring it over to set. So I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hauling stuff, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really ready for New Mexico. So I'm, 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 I'm wearing the comfortable stuff I was wearing in Michigan in yeah. Michigan, and I'm hauling all this stuff and I'm so tired. I don't know why it's cause I'm, at 7,000 feet in thin air and I'm working my ass off, <laughs> you know, and ne- never mind that, you know, I'm, I'm 50 and I'm hauling all this stuff around, <laughs> but I was going to do it because this is our movie. And so I'm, I'm going to do what I can Hell do. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but, um, like even that wasn't really the realization. Cause I mean, I, you know, I was, I, you know, I was still kind of setting stuff up. It was that this is that first day of shooting where Jack came over the hill. Like that was that was really where yeah. it got me. That's a, it's one of those scenes that like, like in the in the book. In, so scene for scene, like in the comic, whatever. Did you guys try to keep everything when they when they're lining up everything for the shot? They're setting the shots up. They're, they're you know they get the cameras ready. Were you, you did you ever step in and go? You know what? Like <laughs> this is not like. No, we 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 we. I think we worked through a lot of that kind yeah. of in the script phase because I mean it's adapted from. It's not the exact same exactly. story. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we, so, we, had, we had covered that ground with Brian beforehand. I think. Yeah, mostly. like so, like we 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 knew it wasn't going to be like shot for shot. Yeah. Um, or anything like that. Which would be I, hard to do, right? Like, 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 like sometimes you like you like a comic comes well, out and they make it into a movie or a book. Well, or whatever. there, like, there would be times we talk. Do it. You could do it, but the the script was not. It, it wasn't shot for shot from our our script. Mm-hmm. They, they they had their, they had a, a story of their own um, that that crisscrossed with ours. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there were and, scenes that were similar or were from the book, but you know, what was that like? I, like like when they they re, like you've written the story, you have this idea in your head. You know, you it's it's a freaking comic. It's 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 all done, and like 
when they went to rewrite certain things or changed a few things, were you ever kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, like there were times <laughs> okay. where we'd ask, like, you really want to do that? The, yeah, does it have to be like that, or can <laughs> yeah. we change it like that? And then you know, we talked to Brian, and Brian usually have a reason, like, oh, we we want to do it like this because, and yeah, you know, the flow is like, better. Or yeah, you like, have to shoot it like and, this. Yeah, yeah we, and we'd be like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Or and yeah. then like, there'd be other times where we'd be like, well, ah, we're it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, and we'd just be like, well. All right, you know, and, you know, and if it was something we really wanted to push back on, we did, you know. But I, yeah, I would they, say they, that they took they took a number of suggestions yeah. from us beforehand, which felt good. I mean, yeah. our, our input was respected. Yeah, like we didn't get like final say on it. Yeah. On, on stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. like, but they weren't like, but like I would say that Brian was pretty open to anything that we said, and like you know, like we had conversations about it, and yeah. you know, um, so like yeah, like we. It's it's hard when it's kind of your baby and you've like envisioned it and yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like you're like what I did is perfect and no one can ever <laughs> change you know I, so we we had to get over that a little bit um, but you know I, I think by the time we got to set and everything just seeing it all come together was so exciting that you just at that point you just start rolling with it and uh, you just you're just having fun with it and uh, I'm sure there's some things like in the comic. You know, like, well, when like, so you get this Native American dude, like, when he's doing all this thing, like, you can't. That scene was so well, powerful, you know, like. Well, we'll talk about uh, actors who really leaned into it. So Cody Jones uh, plays Chato. Yeah. And uh, I got to spend a lot of time with Cody, and he was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, like ravenous, like give me more, give me yeah, more, yeah. give what me more. Can you tell me, <laughs> really? Yeah. So like awesome. I like so like at like three different points man like you know like, we're, we're talking about it, like one point like i was like outside his trailer and he's just like what else you got so like i'm like and like the thing is matt and i like we had all this stuff like we talked about all yeah, of it. yeah 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 so i'm telling him about like you know this is like so like there's some differences like in like like so like in the book we we made up like a we made up like a native american tribe that was like based on like uh like lakota and uh like navajo and like we kind of like did this kind of like this amalgamation kind of yeah, thing yeah yeah and uh in the it's movie the lost lost tribe yeah essentially yeah, yeah 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 and like and like they're like a very small tribe with a very specific purpose you know uh in the movie it, you know that got they got changed um, yeah and so like what i would talk to him was like this is what's like in our book yeah and this is kind of how it looks in the movie and like you and, and like i'd be like and you're gonna have to kind of split the difference you know, but like, but like those relationships with, um, so he played Chato, and uh, his father is the chief of the tribe, Mato. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, Mo, Mo brings plenty. Yeah, it, it was father. played by Mo, Mo brings plenty. Um, like those those pieces of it. Um, oh, boba. Oh, um, sad times. Uh, <laughs> but but those pieces of it. Um, he was just he was all about like trying to make sure that came through in the character and in his relationship with the character, and so in that way. Uh, with the actors that we were able to work with, with what Brian and Corin did, uh, even like where there was like deviations from like the original book to the screen, I really felt like they did a great job trying to maintain the spirit of the characters, mm-hmm. which is really important. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, and I I think uh, for me, you know, as being you know like a writer on the original graphic novel, like that's encouraging because like. Like, I mean, 
as like I said, like as much as you want to be like, this is my perfect baby and nothing can ever change. It's like, you know, yeah. it's collaborative and the process it evolves. Right. And so uh, just the idea that they were that into it, they really cared. Um, I, I, I loved that. So you actually, there's something you may not know and uh, I'll, I'll try to run through it. They didn't quick. like your input. <laughs> oh no, no, not at all. Um, something you may not know. We took your name off everything. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> well, you know, that's what happens when you leave yeah, set. When you leave set, Matt's in charge. Mark your name out. They put your brother's no. name in charge. No, leave it on there. Just put a line through they it. put a line through yeah. it? <laughs> so, um, when we were talking with Brian about this, and, and, you know, Kevin mentioned, you know, like we had the original uh, information, all, all that original research kind of like on the Indian tribe is, yeah. is lost now, right? Yeah. And so he said, yeah, we're going to make them Apaches because they're, that's the region and we're, we're, we're saying it's Arizona. Yeah. And so that would be more appropriate. And Kevin and I, I think we said, yeah, but we made these Indians that, that, aren't nomadic like the apaches and the, yeah it's because they have the specific purpose and and, and and brian's like it's an adaptation we're just going to work with it the way yeah we yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> we, we kind of went through all that stuff and so we we're like okay fine we'll like we'll make an apache but so i did a deep dive on on apaches and i i, I you know i was looking at their spiritualism versus the stuff that i had already done and yeah. I, I made this little worksheet that talked about the the symbols and the symbology and the the the, the colors and all these, all these other and this, things. And this was at the mine and stuff, right? When you guys were doing stuff at the mine? Um, well, so, so where were you talking about that? Yeah, well, so when we had all this research, and we, we sent that to Brian, and, and, and uh, I shared that with Cody. And um, we had a, a, an actress named uh, Delilah Andre, and there was another actor named Anderson Key, who, um, I, Anderson, we, we recruited him on set while we were shooting the mine scene. So there's this one night where we're actually shooting um, the scene uh, from that picture that you were talking about where the sun's behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was a U.S. Marshal in this other scene, and we're waiting for it to get dark enough to do that. And um, Cody and Delilah and Anderson are talking about representation of Native Americans in the movie. Yeah. And so there's this conversation that starts up, and they're talking about you know, how would I say this in Apache? And Anderson is, he's, he's the elder statesman on this. And he's, he's, he's telling him, I think it would go like this. And, and Cody knows some and Delilah knows a little bit, but Anderson, I think knows more. And so they're, they're having this great conversation about how would people cool. deliver the lines and what would they say? And they're letting me be a part of this conversation. Yeah. And so then, we're, then we also get into the spiritualism and the symbolism and, Anderson would say something, and I would say, "Is is, is that because of this?" And he say, "Yes." <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And so then we yeah. talk about why that was important, and it was it was honestly it was it was one of the most satisfying conversations I had during the the whole time, because all that research I did went to a it went to a good place for the three of them for, yeah. for their process, um, but it was also it validated. Um, the the care and the, and the extra effort that we put into it and it i mean like we before we even wrote one page matt and i did like weeks of research weeks where we were just like going into stuff like what do we want it to be why this why that mm -hmm. and and what do we want to do and uh specifically like crafting um the the tribe in the book um like we wanted to make sure that we were doing it in a way that was like authentic and it was like research based, you know, we weren't just making stuff up or going yeah, up, going yeah. off like, 
like classic tropes or something that yeah, like, you know, that'd be easy to do. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, but. no, like we we wanted to make sure that like the the tribe that we created for the book, um, had like a specific purpose and was grounded in in real Native American lore and culture. And uh, when that did get changed a little bit, you know, I'm glad to hear that you guys had that conversation because I mean, like I had a lot of conversations, but it was mostly backstory stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And um, like with with Cody and stuff, so I didn't know that part. So that's that's yeah, awesome. Well, I, I thought you I thought you would appreciate. Yeah, that. thanks for letting me good. know. Finally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just there's a lot of conversations we've had about stuff, but I don't I don't think we've had this one yet. And but I I mean I I really 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 felt so blessed to yeah. to be able to have that conversation with them, and it was it was just it was one of the coolest things. So when you guys shot the mind scenes, like did you? I mean, was it was it a set set? Or did you guys go into an actual mine to do something? That would have been really kind of like difficult to shoot from. Well, so the the mine um, we really just shot from the outside. There's yeah. like a, it's a mining camp. Yeah, but there there was um, half a mile away, mile away. There was a a, a mine. Yeah, and uh, there's this other gentleman. It's his property. He owned the cabin that we that we used, and and he had the he had uh, the mine area, and when we dressed it up. And uh, we blew off some amazing pyrotechnics on the top. Oh of no it way! That's cool. <laughs> it was, it was super cool. Uh, yeah, the scene with the, uh, the I mean, the you're looking at they're talking about the spirit, the power, and all the, the magic and all that stuff. Like that must have been like kind of wild. Did they know that was where some of the special effects come in? Obviously, you're talking about. I you know, I am assuming there will yeah. be some special effects for that. Well, Bri- Brian talked about a lot. Some of it, he said he he wants to achieve some of it with kind of some practical measures. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like we we haven't seen it, but this is kind of what he described to us. Like, but like um, doing some with like sound effects and like some like and like some drums, like kind of like over yeah. like playing like to kind of show, uh, like the 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 fruition of the Manitou in Reno and yeah, yeah. and like and I, I think he mentioned something about maybe doing some camera lens yeah, stuff. Well, from you know, from the night that we shot that, um so this was another cool thing. Um, I, I don't know that though. I haven't seen yeah, it. Well, toward so. towards the end, um You're not sh- bitter that you weren't there, you know. <laughs> Well, even that part, I don't know if I would know because that would all be posts. That's true too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, so the last five days we were in uh, Kelly, New Mexico. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm, it's, it, it, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. It, it was frustrating. I couldn't be. I, I, if I could have been there for every single minute of it, I would have. Yeah, I mean, this is your baby. I, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure you must have been like, son of a, what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? You're texting your brother. What are you doing? You know. <laughs> We, no, I would ask for updates just about every other day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, I mean, we we talked about it, and um, I, mean, I was I was fortunate I could be there, but I I think that um, everybody was at least glad that I could be there, so that one of us was on set for yep. the whole thing, just just because. Yeah, I mean, because you mean but, you're the creative idea behind it. It's like, well, it's like when they're shooting, like like if they shot Christine and Stephen King was just like, yeah, I'm, you'll do okay. They would have been like, what probably, the fuck? We need the, input, the like you know, the creator. Was, well, you know, talk about guys who have had their stuff adapted, and right. I mean, yeah. Stephen King's had serious. Well, ad- I, I mean, like one of the most famous Stephen King movies is The Shining, the Shining and he doesn't really like no, it. No, he does not. And there's it's, no mallet smashing his face in the elevators. No, that's going on. <laughs> like you but, know, but just the idea that like that is so popular to the same. I mean, it's like Kubrick on it. I mean, oh I mean, yeah, 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 but. Yeah. But it's still, it you know, it's an adaptation though, and like so, it's not 
stack it, right I mean, there. Some stuff doesn't work shot for shot. <laughs> I mean, look at even the Marvel movies. Like, you know, you look at like, like Secret Wars. Yeah, they they could have done that. The shot for they could have done like, but but the build up to something like that or just the actual movie would have been shit because people that are casuals are going into that and they're not they're, they're not seeing you know. They're not going to know half the characters. Nova has, did not exist at that point in time, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's no Quasar. No, no there's never yeah. been a Quasar movie. There's never been a Quasar, Quasar TV. There's nothing. I don't even know if there's a Quasar comic anymore. You know, shit like that. So, like, you know, you I think he's running around with the Guardians. Is last, he real? Yeah, last, yeah. Last scene with the Guardians. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, so around an, around Annihilation, like 10, 15 years ago. And in that, and it literally, like in. <laughs> In Secret Wars, I mean, Quasar, like, literally, he was, you know, it's like, you're going to face me in the Quantum Bands, you know? And Thanos is like, yeah, except when they don't work. And his hands explode. And he's just left with these melted stubs. He's like, oh! And Thanos is like, yeah, you suck. You know, he's, he's gone. He's like, so, like, you're not going to do shot for shot of every comic or every, you yeah. know, I get it. I do get it. You know, so it's, I mean, Brian is very, very smart. Like, you watch his movies, like, they play out really well and i you know rotten tail i never read rotten tail before it was made into a movie you know like so like like eric's got <laughs> well i i actually no i'm with you i actually did it in reverse i saw the movie and then read it. Like, yeah yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so like not like on purpose i just hadn't done it and so um i gotta talk to our friend yeah. eric about that because he did maxine inebriated rabbit they made mm-hmm. a movie you know like i'm interested to see what he thought about that if I can ever get him be here before like one o'clock in the morning, because <laughs> mm-hmm. he wrote that comic and then they did, they made a movie on it. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I gotta talk to him about that. But it's like one of those things, like, well, Maxine inebriated a rabbit. You're not making a regular movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those things where you're just like, you're, you're reading it, like you're flipping the page. You're like, well, that's never being shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're never, never gonna, that's never gonna see film ever, you know. So, but yeah, the um. I like the idea of them adapting it in such a way. Like who so who did the adaptation? Like who who actually sat down and read the comic and then was like, okay, we have to change this to this. We have to do this. We're gonna add this scene. I think that was the the really most in the early versions of the script when uh, Corin and uh, yeah. Brian were working on it. And yeah, they 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 had done a few different versions according to Brian. Where like somewhere they they kept it really grounded somewhere they they really played up the supernatural and they're trying yeah. they're trying to find the sweet spot in the in those early days for like, like what would what would what, work yeah what would work yeah i could see that you do with the, with the supernatural stuff if you went overboard where it would be a little like a little kind of hard to well not not just visualize but hard to shoot i mean just in general because i mean also from that perspective you're looking at like you know we're gonna adapt it but we really there's no physical way we can do this like this is not going to happen. But the nice thing about your comic is that the way it's written and the way it's it's drawn is like, I'd say like a good ninety percent of it you can do practical. You can just mm-hmm. film that shit just how it is because it's not you don't you don't you don't go crazy about it. Well, we we you wanted know? it to be a western, but yeah. we, we were trying to put a different little spin on it. You know, yeah, you don't uh, go too crazy. It's not like Ghostbusters and in, in, uh, Wild West. You know, it's like, it's a legit <laughs> like. Would you consider it like a horror? film almost you know uh we got a lot of that early on. yeah yeah because it, <laughs> like, it is it, pretty is, crazy is it, you know but is it is it a horror book or could it be adapted mm-hmm. into horror and um you know we we didn't really see it like that yeah but i can see how like if you're coming in you're like maybe it's got that kind of bend but Re- we, reno we never saw it like that 
Reno in the comic, I mean, he he kind of turns into a Terminator, more yeah. or less, and that that could be real. But frightening he's not if some undead right. zombie walking around either. He's, no, he's no. still like he's still grounded in like the fact that he yeah. knows who he is. He is who he is. You know. Well, there's well, the 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 crux of the story always becomes um, that that melding of the Manitou with yeah. with Reno, and there's there's a point where the Manitou because it's a spirit, um, it feeds off of. Things that that Reno, you know, Reno as a living person yeah. likes and does, and the more the more he does that, the more it feeds, and the more it, so it, it snowballs. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and so he's, he's so got to fight that. Like yeah. Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider with Zarathos and all that whole idea. Where like the more the more you know, um, the more Johnny did shit that Zarathos wanted, as far as like wreaking vengeance and taking vengeance on people, the more he lost who he was, and the more he became. You know, basically just the spirit of vengeance all the time. He lost control completely, you know. And whereas with with Reno, it was, it was a similar thing where it's like if he lets, you know, did you envision him as like having more control over the Manitou in general and not letting it control him? Or was he just kind of like That's going actually with something like we, we were kind of diving into more like in the sequel actually that yeah. we're working on. Uh, yeah. Like for the for the book, but like yeah. I, I don't know how much that will come through in the movie. It's yeah. just gonna be more yeah. focused on and, Reno. And really, the the first the first book is like that too. It's more focused on Reno, and like that's mm-hmm. something we wanted to dive into. Is like what is that relationship now? What does it look like now? Yeah, because if you let the Manitou take too much control of the character at that point, it's no longer Reno that you're the, the character that you've that you love that like the the, the, well, the, the character that the readers that are invested in all of a sudden it's this other character the manager, well, and, you know and in the story that's that's actually what chato is most worried about he's, yeah he's, he's like he's like this is the, the, like we're essentially letting loose like this mm-hmm. um potentially something insanely dangerous yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um yeah, and yeah. so like he's he's not happy about this at all but yeah he's, he's following his father's lead because yeah. his father has his reasons yeah, yeah. well in, in the book like you know they they see that, um, like the people in the town that are hassling them about what what the people think is a gold mine, and yeah. what, what the what the Indians think is a, a sacred place. Yeah, that the gold holds the spirits back. Mm-hmm. Like like they're 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 there to protect it and keep the spirits at bay. Yeah, the gold, the gold has no value to them, but the place does. Whereas for the the people in the town, they want the gold, and when they see this this guy. Um, go into the town and cause trouble for the guy that's hassling them. They go, here's here's something that we can do. We can yep. weaponize this guy. Yep. Let him go back in the town. All problems are solved. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and and that's that's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And and Chato is basically like, that's not going to work the way. Yeah. Yeah. This is not going to go good. It's yeah. a bad idea. So, what are you thinking, like, like future wise? Can you talk about, like, what are you thinking for the, like, with Reno? There's, and there's all stuff that, like? in the future. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I know that, Matt. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're putting together a sequel, and and pretty much, pretty much. I mean, the crux of the sequel is, um, what is Reno now with the Manitou? What is what, what is he if uh, he tries to reject the Manitou, and what does that mean? That's and, cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and, and uh, it's 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 a hard thing. Like, if you could be really powerful doing all the things that you love to do all the time, yeah. wouldn't you do it? You know, but you know, and, and this this is a miscalculation on on the part of Chato's father, is that is that they think that that Reno is 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 somebody who's corruptible because he's he's corrupt. Yeah, but he's he's somebody that wants to be better. 
Yep. And so so they didn't they didn't they really account for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's where like the that's why we were so careful about his backstory that we wanted to reveal, you know, uh, as we go and uh, stuff we were sharing with Jack is like this is this is who he is though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he's got this thing going on, but this is who he is. They just they don't know it yet, you know. But you know it because you're Reno. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Reno. <laughs> right. So what yes. are your thoughts on Reno with the man who does it? So he heals from pretty much any wound, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, is he immortal at this point? Who knows? I mean, is so, this, this going to play through that, in the 1920s? That, but but that's, you know, like, is this going into like, yeah? Who knows? <laughs> This is how my mind works. We we, we, we have thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna wind up being like the most badass gangster ever? You know, like well, one one thing that I think I tried to talk Brian into in our discussions was you know like like ways to to play up the supernatural side of, yeah. of Reno and the Terminator aspect. Yeah, like, which Brian's open to. It, it, he, he was. It, he's just like trying to figure out how it translates. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And I and and so like I we we talked about this item. That I'm going to mention in a second, but like, and I was waiting to see if we would do it, you know, on set ever, and we didn't. So I knew that we weren't going to do that. But um, like I had said, like if if we do this thing where, like Reno just like takes like uh, like a shotgun blast and goes down, and, yeah, and then you just watch him get back up, like you know something is up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah. To me, like that's that's a low cost way to show that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you know that it's it's on. Um, but I, to my knowledge, we did not do that. So do you like? No, we didn't do that. <laughs> we didn't do that. But no, but he he gets he, he gets a beating. Up. Yeah. yeah, he gets things, the, some things happen. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, things things go awry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, as a fan, so I got to ask these questions and shit. It's kind of fun, you know. I was like a poke. I mean, you guys don't we can't reveal too much about you know things that are in flux. Or things this interview is over. You're like, God damn it, Steve. <laughs> clear off We're the never hanging out again. I'm taking yeah. your office. You did not. You did not stick to the talking points. I'm, I'm talking to my your, agent. I'm taking your Optimus Prime and I'm going home. I'm like, hey, wait, man. <laughs> this is what you get. This is what you get. Oh, man. So that's kind of fun, though. It's, it's it's interesting. So, like, has there been, you know, so when when you guys, have, you have this deal for this movie, right? Have you talked about, like, another movie after this, depending on how it does? Or Look at Kevin smiling. <laughs> He's such an as, asshole. I say. <laughs> you say. Um, you, you know, we... we 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 hope it does well, and if, yeah. and if it if we get to that point, then I guess we'll have that conversation. Because you know? I think but, it'd be kind of fun. Like it's one of those things. You look at the initial story, and you're like, "This is like meant for like a series." You know, like I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I knew because you told me like like a year ago, or whatever. You're like, hey, "There's going to be another one. We're working on it, whatever." But it's, like, it's written like yeah. we're, we're written through like twenty issues. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah. like. Are you thinking about like so? Because it originally, uh, I, would, I would I would not completely written through twenty issues, but we plotted, have, yeah. we, plotted, we plotted, plotted yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, written through I think sixteen. Because that's one of those things. Yeah, like I mean, you, you can plot it out or write it out or whatever, but you can only do so much. You get to whittle stuff down, whittle stuff down, you know, you know, or expand out of it if you can or whatever. So like, what about the, like the side characters themselves? Like, oh no, everybody's dead. It's a, yeah. I was gonna say in the book, like <laughs> everybody's dead. He kills everybody. Everybody's dead. There's not a soul like that dog, a little puppy dog. He's just like you. Die. No, it doesn't happen. There was no. dead. No. <laughs> Everything dies. You would never kill it. No, I know you would never. The horse, yeah. Mm. But um, uh, so like horse is the horse is fine. Collateral old, damage. Old Spain <laughs> didn't make it. But like, so that, in general, was... like, are there any side characters that you you guys did kill off? Where at, at the end now, like especially after the movie, like with the movie being done, you're just kind of like, 
Well, they kind of uh, wish the, I'd let her live. Like they would have been kind of uh, fun. The, you the know? movie added um, a lot of characters because yeah. because the cast well, got yeah. so big. He's got a yeah. We we, so we definitely it's a, it's added a, characters. A, so here's a picture with Jake and like a girl, and that's the girl that. But there's a girl in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. hide that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who Jack. played her? Who was that? Who's the uh, actress? Camille Collard. Camille Collard. You know, he's yeah. so like that, one... that was one of the things that you know Brian brought in that was not in the original. But yeah, um, like that, that, yeah, that was yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, we no, we wrote a love interest for Reno. We just didn't do it in the first story. <laughs> yeah. so second just, book. Second so, book. Yeah. So it just kind of got. So is this stuff that happened in the past though? Is like because he's he's hurt like. You read his character in the comic, and like, he's obviously a young man. He's, he seems very true. He's very like you know very swagger. Would, but like, I would describe it as uh, loved in lost. the yeah yeah yeah. Well, I would describe it in the in the story for uh, the way it ended up happening in uh, in the adaptation was like aspects of what we wanted to do that we yeah. had the mind to do basically got fast forwarded. Just yeah, we, we just hadn't told that part of Reno's story yet. And, um, you know, uh, the, the way, uh, Vegas was written, um, was pretty, was, was, was pretty, was, was pretty, <laughs> was pretty, spoiler alert, yeah. uh, spoiler alert. sorry, uh, the way Camille's, uh, character was written, she's going to listen to this, she's really, but if she does, she's probably like, what uh, the hell, Kevin, but, but, uh, first of all, she did a great job. Yeah, and, she did. Uh, but. Uh, you know, aspects of the character are pretty close to what we had in mind, anyways. So, it, it, I mean, like, like for the most well, and like, you know, to Brian's point, he was, he was like, well, love interest helps, you know, for a movie and stuff. And it's like, it like, that all made sense. You know, that was one of those, yeah. that was a good example of something that he, like, we were talking to him about. I was like, do we need this? Do we not need this? And like, he, you know, he's like, we need this for A, B, and C. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah. uh, kind of to the point of like, uh, just, you know, if you're coming into this cold, yeah, yeah, you know, that's the thing. Like, the book, you know, you know like Rob, I don't know if Rob's Rob's never read read the book. He hasn't read the comic at all yet. What the hell, man? I know, I you know, <laughs> talk to him. Yeah, I know. I've only got so many copies. I gave my so my co-host Mike, who's usually here with us. Mike's job is completely after right now, so he's he's working his butt off. He couldn't be here. He's read. He was all excited about and, and mad that he couldn't be here. He's like, I love the comic book, you know. But you know, I'm like, Kevin's not. It's just made of comics. He's not going to give out five cases of stuff. You know, we can't anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, yeah, actually, yeah, we're we're out of first editions for the most part. Uh, you know, or a lot of places sold out. Um, and uh, the special edition though, yeah, comes out uh the twenty eighth. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So the special edition is yes. on its way. Like yes, so that's next. That's next week. That's uh, next week. I know. Yeah. That's so crazy. I understand the calendar, and I can tell you that it's next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> But yeah, so I mean, there's more coming, but and we actually made a couple changes and stuff too. So in that in that especially, do you do you, so these these notes you have in the characters like a list, this extra backstory to the characters. Have you ever thought about putting those in like like the back of like one of your comics? Like, <laughs> hey, this is re- so like you know, maybe Transformers, yeah, the old Transformers comic in the back of every yeah. issue, they'd have like a like a, a breakdown of one of the characters. Well, at, you know, at one point no. when it was a web comic, I wanted to do. Like a encyclopedia type, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Kevin's like, nah, I don't. Know it's, well, it's, it's something we could always do still. But um, speaking of side characters, or at least side stories, yeah. Um, Matt and I had actually been kicking around uh, for a while um, 
doing like a a, a series of uh, eight page stories for like you know Chato, yeah, for, uh, to or uh, Reno's backstory for like when he was a like uh, when he was a kid, yeah, like, telling yeah. all that telling mm-hmm. all that backstory stuff that we shared with Jack and everything. And like, mm-hmm. so actually like that's, that's one of the reasons we did all that uh, backstory stuff. And we, we, we were like, Oh, this would be cool to kind of tell these. And it's like, you don't need it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's it cool. flushes everything yeah. out. Well, that's the way the Transformers universe always was too. Like the, you know, for the, the casual comic book reader, you're like, yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 Overdrive, you know, like shockwave. That's cool. Whatever. But for the diehard fans, like, that's dope. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you like, can never get enough when when yeah. I heard. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll 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 read the Japanese, you know, like re like retranslated, you know, Indonesian knockoff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of fun because because that's where you find out the secret of Unicron's baby. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I've had Omicron. Omicron. His name is Omicron. You just don't know. You just don't know. Uh, <laughs> they've altered so much stuff with that. So IDW lost, from what I understand, IDW lost the licensing to Transformers. Now they did. So the comic book literally, they they so they did a whole run of the comic with Transformers. A tangent here, and uh, and it was a good run, but they introduced a bunch of weird shit and they did all sorts of strange things, and it went on for a long time, and it ended, and then IDW is like, well, we still got the license. Let's do it again. So they started from scratch, <laughs> and they released Transformers number one again. This is like I mean they started in like what two thousand six or something like that or two thousand and five. I I thought I read something that it might go back to Marvel actually. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So like so you got they were at Marvel in the eighties, right? Yeah, they oh, were. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. I mean, Spy- I've got I've got the whole. Yeah. Run. Wait, actually, the Transformers the movie the eighty six has the Marvel. Yeah. Marvel right at the yeah. Front. I mean, so I've got I've got Marvel. the I've got the first run of the Marvel comics, and then the third issue is Spider Man's in it. He's in, he's just he just got Venom. He's just in the black costume, and he's with the Transformers. Just, now, when he does he transform into the <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but there is an interesting <laughs> scene at the beginning where he's talking about he's like I still haven't quite figured out why this costume or why this does this or why this costume does that. He's like maybe maybe I should try to take it off or something like that. Where he's just like he still doesn't know why he can change his clothes to whatever he wants to you know because yeah. it's it's you know it's the symbiote but he doesn't yeah. understand why it works that way and that's kind of fun that's one of those things like you're reading the comics you're like oh that's kind of cool yeah and there's some characters in the original transformers marvel run that do flow over into regular marvel but not much i'm gonna throw a tangent on your tangent oh, yeah, oh, oh snap yeah, I, uh, I, I, t- I today just today yeah i'm not kidding um i i my son Mikey and I we watched uh, the 1990s um, Spider-Man TV show like on Disney Plus. Really? And he very specifically wanted to watch the we watched the three part uh, Venom yeah thing that they did, and he was just like asking questions <laughs> the whole time, and he's like, he's like, wait, so Venom, wait, is that Ven- is Venom Spider-Man Venom now? And I'm like, sort of. <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying to think about Venom like he's like slime, <laughs> and he kind of he kind of sticks to people, and, and, and he's like, oh, Spider Man's bad now. I'm like, eh, sort of, you know. <laughs> but it was great. I mean, he was it, it was just it was great. It was like I was watching him connect the dots, you know. It's and so then funny. Halfway through the second episode, he looks at me, and goes, "He's got to take that suit off." <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, you're right, buddy. Oh, I love Just that. wait. <laughs> but he looks at me, he's like, he's got to take that off. <laughs> awesome. yeah, I've got that full Secret Secret Wars uh, run, the first first run of it oh, yeah. from the 80s. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's, that's the only one. Like, I've got, it's the, the only one I've mounted in plexiglass. And I have it mounted on the wall in the basement is the, the one where he gets the costume. And so it's like, it's, it's like, you know. Beautiful Mike Zek cover. Oh, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. And I also have a Jose Delbo. Um, who did a lot of Transformers and Wonder Woman and stuff for DC, but his uh, he did issue number fifty, and some of those issues where you can tell immediately that it's it's a, it's meant to sell toys, because <laughs> issue fifty of the Transformers is where they go and they kill off everybody who's no longer available for sale, <laughs> like like yeah. legit they wipe yeah. out so <laughs> many Autobots and they're just and and Decepticons are like, well, your toys discontinued. We're gonna kill you. And do toys. And in the meantime, we have found all these new Transformers. Precisely. Oh yeah. Who have joined our cause. Oh yeah. And Out of nowhere. Yeah. You're like, it's crazy. It's funny how none of the power they masters were lost are... on a spaceship. Yeah. Was, right. Yeah. Was orbiting another galaxy's sun. It's fine. Yeah. So like, so the movie's in the can. Everybody's happy. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. You know, nobody's shown me anything yet. I don't know anything about the movie. What can you tell? What can you tell people now before the trailer drops, before the movie comes out, that'll like it's enticing, like they make some money see it. Yeah, with um, their appetites. Well, if anybody that's a Yellowstone fan, like that we mentioned, that like there's there's a couple actors from Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. You're like really who? And it's funny, like some some people, like <laughs> I've, I've talked to so many people. They're like, oh, I love Yellowstone, and then and then I'll say, yeah, Cole Hauser's in it, and they go. Who is he playing? And, yeah. I, and I say Rip Wheeler. Rip's in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, what, it's, once, you, once you say Rip, they're the like, what? Yeah. Everybody just remembers so. him by the character name. So that's I funny. mean, that, that's that's pretty awesome that it, that worked out the way it did. Um, well, yeah. Be, be, I, well, I was because excited. he was he was the, he was the <laughs> last kind of like uh, like big name person. They, they got attached, once, and it, it really helped kind of the snowball. Yeah, like, one, as, yeah once we, he got as attached, we got towards production, things things rolled. Yeah, that's very cool. So when you when you were doing like so, Corin, who does Corin play? I mean, I uh, know, but I want you to say it. <laughs> you know, plays, it seems plays, like you're leading the question. I'm just plays, saying. You know. you know, he plays Red. He's a kind of a crooked sheriff's deputy. Yeah, yeah. Head, henchman. He plays it very well. I'm sure he you does. Know. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, you missed a part of a conversation where I was talking about a lot of people like gave these great performances. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be off camera, you know, and, and uh, other people would would emote or would give their performance to it. Um, Corin, uh, he had he had a, like a sizable like a sizable role for a background character. Yeah, and uh, he just. He just brought it every take, every take, whether he was on camera or not. And I, yeah. I, I, I just was amazed at how many people really did that every take, whether they were on or not. That's cool. And the professionalism and, yeah. the, and the talent of these people and their dedication and, and how serious they took it. Just it really, it really struck me because I, 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 I assumed that like you might, you might save your performance like yeah, for, right. for your turn to be on camera. Yeah. I assumed wrong. Like, oh really? These people like there's so many times I wish that somebody had a camera on them because I was like that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of like you know just fun people to have in the movie too. Yeah. Um, you know Tate being in the movie, I haven't mentioned Tate at all. Um, 
he's also on Mandalorian. Yeah. As uh, Paz Vizsla. And uh, he had that awesome moment just in this recent season where he's got this like epic fight scene. Mm-hmm. And, he's, oh, yeah. and he's obviously playing like, you know, he's Paz Vizsla has like the big like Mandalorian minigun and everything. Yeah. So like for me, I'm like, yes, that dude. That dude's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, I um, on set, I didn't connect who he was. He's wearing a helmet. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't connect. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I, I tried not to get into it because, because I, I, I really wanted to talk Star Wars with him <laughs> after, after, after the, after that scene like uh, came out. I, I texted Tate and I was telling, him, I was like, he, Tate, that was freaking amazing. Like that was so. That was so cool. Well, I, I wish I would have talked to you more about Star Wars. He goes, I would have talked about Star Wars all day. <laughs> he also <laughs> shot to the top of the IMDb page. Like, yeah. That, yeah. Like, like he was he was like trending it. Like yeah, the next yeah. well the next day. Yeah. Um and well deserved. Well that whole sequence was awesome. Awesome. Did, did you know that Tate is from Alpena, Michigan? Really? He's a Michigander. He's a yep. Michigander. Yeah, he was in I was like it was he was in Free Guy and all that. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Done, he's done lots yeah. of stuff. Yeah, he's been doing stuff for a while. Yeah, Tate Fletcher. He's got. He's got a. It's 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 a shame. Like in the Mandalorian, he never took his helmet off. The dude's I, got I the hoping. look of a movie star. You look at him, you're like. Ah. I kept hoping that the, 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 uh, that all the Mandalorians would take their helmets off together, <laughs> and then you get to see him. Like, I know that guy. Yeah. Oh my god, that's cool. It's, it's interesting. This is the new way. This is yeah. the new way. Yeah. Well, it was it was funny because on set, um, I was talking with Tate and I. I was saying, you know, like you always play this great bad guy that it's it, it, you're 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 there to give the hero a serious threat, yeah, to like to prove that they can handle themselves. And I said, I I, I just wish you would get your due, where you could you could be the guy that proves he's the badass. Yeah, and then this happens on it, Mandalorian. Yeah. I was, and so like, that's why that's why I texted him, and it was it was so great because um, if only he would have been like. Give it a minute. Give it like a month, apparently. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. know if they had shot that by then. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But um, yeah. So like, I was texting with them, and well, uh, I haven't seen a body. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, Mandalorian's he one of those weird shows where they made it feel like, and he just jumped off the cliff. What he left? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. if there's anything we know about Mandalorians, if you look cool enough, <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah, matter. Right? You'll come back. back. He's such a badass. <laughs> and he looks. He looked pretty cool. Freaking heavy gunner! Uh, that big gun. It was it was super cool. Um, because I was just when I was talking with Tate about all that stuff. Um, he so you started like zipping me pictures. And he sent me all these behind the scenes pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> and ah, the Mandalorian. I was, oh, like, I was, I was cool. like, I was like, oh god, I I like I really wished I would have like nerded out with him for. <laughs> we we talked about a lot of stuff. I had I had yeah. a, I had a couple hours of of stuff just that we, where we could talk, and I never talked Star Wars with him on purpose. <laughs> And I, yeah. I regret it immediately. <laughs> well, some people are like that, though. I mean, well, so how do you feel about season two episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're pushing yeah. up your imaginary glasses. Yeah, uh, like, have you ever thought about the consequences of that? <laughs> yeah. That's one of those things I liked about uh, Galaxy Quest is they really made, they <laughs> yeah, really yeah. pointed out how crazy it's some of the so fans good. can be so and good. how weird they can be. Like being at the con so much, like we all yeah. have, like yeah. we've seen the, that. The, where, the, the, con, the con backgrounds oh in there my are God. on. I watched a dude, and I've told this story a million times. I've watched a dude, it was like 2012. I watched a dude get down on his knees and present Tia Carrera with a samurai sword. And <laughs> I think it was 2012. 
And just her reaction, the face that she made, she was very, it's a consummate actress. I was like, thank you so much, you know. And I could just see, like, ah, like, like, what am I doing with this? You know. At uh, Grand Rapids Comic Con a couple years ago, Kevin and I were trying to figure out how we could get Adrian Paul to cut my head off. <laughs> and go there can be Funny only, story about Adrian Paul. <laughs> why Adrian will never do Motor City again. Um, they left him at the airport. Oh, <laughs> what? That happened. Like he, like he flew it. Yeah, he flew in and like nobody. He came flew to... it. So what happened was, is like everybody was there. They left. His flight got delayed, and nobody. The hubbub that I got was that nobody was informed that they just assumed he didn't show. So he got left at Metro Airport, <laughs> and wow. nobody picked him up. <laughs> wow. Oof. And Adrian, at this point, I mean, obviously Highlander, it's been a long time since Highlander, but he's still a human being. Yeah. <laughs> and the man's sitting there waiting, and nobody, I'm like, oh my God, I would have lost my shit. Even as a regular dude, I'm like, dude, where's my ride? Channel, Send me a Channel taxi. News, breaking news, Adrian Paul has cut off seven people's heads at the Metro Airport. How does he get to Comic-Con? Oh my God. There's one man left it. <laughs> at the Metro Airport. Guess who? Oh my God. Freak lightning storms. Next yeah, time right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's one of those, it's one of those actors like, uh, like Felix Sella, who was like, uh, he played um, a lot of roles. He was like, you know, beady, beady, beady in Buck Rogers. He oh, played yeah, the yeah, robot yeah. guy. Felix would show up at Con all the time and just hang out. Like one, like, like he wasn't even like one time he just hung out at some dude's booth and signed autographs. Like he was just he didn't care, you know. He's one of those, he didn't he was so easygoing. And some of these actors, I'm sure they're most of them are pretty easygoing, but like some of them, I'm sure Typically. just it's like like dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you're just like dude. There's a limit to what I'm going to yeah. tolerate. Yeah. Put up with a <laughs> Can you not leave me at the airport, <coughs> Kevin? Control yourself. Sorry, Jesus Christ. You need more whiskey. No, but I'm too much smoke. See, I don't mind coughing here versus. Like, <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. yeah if, I was not, if, I was, if I was on set, I'm I, not I, Brian. I would have just, yeah. just keeled over. <laughs> yeah. Instead of coughing. Yeah. Not gonna, I'm yeah. not going to be the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So, how long, how long was Jake with you guys on like the, the other, the third minor of the fourth? Oh, Jake was there for pretty much the same amount of time I was. That's cool. Yeah. He was hanging out, doing his thing. That's yeah. cool, yeah. man. He, he got to be there on uh, one of the days off. Um, so, uh, actually he and Cora and I, we went and got lunch in Santa Fe and, mm. and ran around. Um, Cora probably knows all the dives. He probably knows all the good restaurants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's one of those guys that gets around, you know? He, he didn't, he didn't know Santa Fe, so we were exploring together. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Um. He knows it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He knows he it now. <laughs> um, there's another, uh, actor who was on set. He's a stuntman actor named James Logan, mm. who, um, he was, he was really going to be a stunt performer. And he just became part of the entourage of of uh, Bishop's men, and, and, <laughs> and his part just grew and grew. And he and he wound up being there for the whole shoot. And uh, I really love James, um, <laughs> but uh, he was he was playing uh, Jasper. Oh, cool! Um, and Kevin and I we were, we were watching him one one night, and uh, like he's supposed to bring Jack down to the table, <laughs> and, and James is James yeah. brings him down, and James is just like. He's <laughs> just looking at you. He, he's looking he's, real. He's just bird dogging him hard. He's, he is mean mugging him from like three <laughs> inches away from his face. 
And I was like, I was like, oh, he is getting right in his grill. <laughs> yeah. It was actually great though. Yeah, it was oh, great. It was so good. I, I complimented him right when he got. Yeah. Out. I was like, yeah. dude, that was great. Yeah. Well, so like he'd been on set for two, three days, and I'd said hi to him, and you know, like, but like, like after that, like, like Kevin and I were talking to him after that, like we were friends with James. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and uh, James, James was so great to work with. Um, I, I mean, so many people. We're amazing to work with. Um, the some performers, um, we had uh, Pete Porteous and his son John. This was John's first movie as a stuntman. Um, the, uh, Pete's a consummate professional, like three hundred movies. Oh no way! You know, um, and you know, just uh, you know, James is is a, a stuntman and, and actor. Um, Tate's a stuntman and actor. Uh, everybody just so good. All the time. It's and funny that you said about like like meeting people and like being good friends. Like I hear that's a thing. Like I hear there's a podcast that I was listening to recently. They talked about like like you're in a movie, you're in a movie set, and you're with these people for like six months, and you're like family. Like you make yeah. really no, good you're, friends, you're, and then you don't see them for twenty years. Yeah, no, you're, you're in <laughs> you the know because it's the you're, nature you're, of the you're business. In the trenches making this thing happen, yeah. and, and and it's you know like you know you're you're stationed with somebody, you're 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 yeah. on a team with somebody. And you make something happen, and, and it's a bond. Yeah, and then like twenty years go by, and you're like, I I worked with you. Yeah. It, there was a I forget what it was. It was like a Graham Norton episode, and like a um, like this older actor was like talking with his younger his younger actor. He goes, Yeah, actually, you know, I, I worked with you before. He's like, You did? It's <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we did in 1982. We were in yeah. a movie together. He's like, yeah. Oh my God, we did. You know, it's like, Yeah, you're not fooling anybody, <laughs> but it's because. Well, the nature of the business. Like you work with people six months, hardcore, and then you move. You all kind of go your separate ways. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of these people knew each other, and so the, there's there's a really good vibe on set with with all the actors because um, they knew each other. Yeah. And um, the the day that um, I met Cole, we met him uh, in downtown Santa Fe, and Vince, the art director, had worked on a movie with him a couple of years ago. Uh, he and Randall Battenkoff uh, were in this movie, and so was Vince. And, and Vince went up and said, you know, he goes up to Cole and goes, hey, you know, it's good to see you again. And, and, and Cole is not remembering it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Vince is like, no, like, like we had lunch together. You had, you ate half my burrito. And, and, and Cole's like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not remembering. Yeah. And uh, Randall came over and, and he goes, like, like, what movie were you guys on? And, and, and Vince told him, and he goes, I was on that movie. I don't remember you being on that movie. <laughs> so, so, it's, it's, so, like, they're, like, they're both, like, kind of, like, I don't Trying know, to Vince. figure it out, yeah. So, like, Vince is, like, like rushing through his phone, and finally goes, look, look, like, here's you and me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. You're like, okay, okay. Yeah, we, we, we were, yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, so this is of, proof. Speaking of the, so, speaking of the stunts, like, how crazy were the stunts on that film? Because there was a lot of like a lot of gunshots, a lot of people falling so, over, getting so blasted. Many, so off many stuff. like wire foo. Yeah, lots of squibs. No, no wire foo. Oh, no. Wow. no wire work. No, no wire work. No, no people get people lot, lot, lot of squibs. A lot of lot of practical there, stuff. Hey, there was some. Yeah, there was some of that to fall yeah. off a horse. I mean, that's for people that have never ridden a horse before. You're pretty high up in the air. Feel yeah. high. Yeah. Right so right? like whoa. Can't when, see the legs. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. when I was talking about uh, John Porteous, this yeah. is his first movie as a stuntman, one of the scenes, he has to fall off a horse. We did it in one take. No shit. And everybody was like, that was amazing. You, like, that was perfect. You got that in one take. And, and so we were calling him One Take Johnny. <laughs> one Take Johnny. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a he, good rep to have. He, he falls off. He's like, 
great. Did it look good? It looked easier on the fall guy. Even some of the um, some of the armorers, um, like like Amos and uh, JD. Yeah. Um, you know, like they were, they did some stunt work too. Oh, that's cool um, as hell. Yeah, I, I mean, so many people like did multiple roles and 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 you know just did everything that they could when they could. Um, Which is the way it should be on a fun film like this. Yeah. Like it's you know you 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 don't have a humongous monstrous large cast. You're not traveling all around the world. You get this nice tight knit group of people. You're at a good location. You're you're making this thing happen, and so it's cool. Everybody just pitches yeah. in, like you know, yeah. well, bales hay and skews horse yeah. shit, and jumps off horses. A lot of people horses. get shot in this movie, so we needed <laughs> we needed bodies to oh get my, shot. That's awesome. There were lots of like Kevin said. There's lots of squibs. That's so cool. Did um, you get a squib on you at all? Did you guys? Get <laughs> no, I didn't. No, you squibbed uh, up. Brian Brian was looking at me, and Kevin goes, "Oh, I'm gonna put squibs." <laughs> <on you." laughs> yeah, no, it it, 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 it was well, thrown, it was thrown out there. It, did, did. it didn't happen though. Never did. I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brian squibbed up his brother, though. Oh, yeah. no yeah. way. That was pretty funny. And he, yep. he, he sold it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, his brother he, Bert he, sold it. He uh, shot one of his sons. Oh, that's, yeah. oh one my God. Son, yeah, one of his sons bought it. That's awesome. Yeah, so, did, yeah. so, I guess, so was, was Travis in anything in that movie? Did Travis travel there to see you guys? No. All? Well, Travis is in it in spirit because one of the wanted posters is drawn of Travis. Is it really? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yep. Which which he now has that po- he has that wanted poster. Yeah, I, I brought it back for him. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Because I remember he was in uh, Rotten Tail with um, the yeah. creator of Rotten Tail. Freaking, uh, oh my God, my brain. David. David. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry, David. I love you. <laughs> Professor. <laughs> Professor Emeritus David supreme whatever yeah what a nerd i know god he's so freaking smart i remember we were watching rotten tail in the theater and we were like i was like huh i turned to travis i'm like you are in this he goes yeah i ruined that scene i'm like shut up travis (laughs) (laughs) lord so the premiere is coming up yeah so it it comes out uh july 7th uh in theaters and on iTunes and uh, Amazon, you Voodoo. Can, is it Voodoo? Okay, Voodoo. Voodoo. You can you can buy it like same day release, you know. But uh, we are gonna have uh, a modest Michigan premiere. Out Steve, in Brighton, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, Steve knows he's going. Oh yeah. How'd you so, get? How'd you get that ticket? I know people. I. <laughs> I, I <laughs> what did you? Do I sent it to the wrong Steve. <laughs> Shut up! I couldn't take it back. Steven <laughs> Dorf doesn't want to go to the premiere in Brighton, Michigan. I asked him. <laughs> I asked him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, on Thursday the sixth, we'll we'll do that. Um, I I have a copy of the film. Do for you that. really? And I can't look at it. Yeah, it's killing me. It's the it's the cinema thing. Like so, we oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Couldn't yeah. Play, they we couldn't can tell if you if you open it. Is one of the things online. I don't think I so. No idea, but, but but even then, like we couldn't. We don't have the equipment to play it if we wanted. Oh to. really? It's, oh, it's, it's, it's like theater yeah. specific. It's on yeah. laserdisc. So yeah. Yeah, I, no, I had to download it. And like I I, had, I I was downloading it. I got it to ninety nine point one percent, and it canceled i don't know why no way and it's it's hey, brian it's, it's like brian's like looking at the ip he's like oh, it's like 180 guy. gigabytes <laughs> and so like i had to download it again so like i have downloaded 360 something gigabytes to my my personal home that's awesome comcast you know slash xfinity has probably like throttled me down to like one <laughs> percent of, of, like, of what is what that I guy doing get. yeah 
like <laughs> nobody can watch that much porn, can they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not anymore. I can't. Not anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. See, the premiere is going to come out. That's cool. You guys know if you got and then a, the trailer is the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh yep. is yeah, the trailer. So. That's gonna be so yeah. cool. I, I, I yeah. have a I have a rumor. That was it's a, it's a solid lead. Yeah, um, <laughs> that they're gonna do a premiere in New Mexico as well. Very cool. That's not Very a rumor. Cool. They're, they're doing it at the fifth. They're doing it at the fifth. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's why no, Jim's, solid, Jim's, solid Jim's lead. Yeah, solid Jim's lead. doing it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, th- theirs is gonna be a, a benefit. Though um, yes. I forget exactly the details, but it was like a benefit for a, a, a local uh, youth yeah. in the community. Yeah, and so they're gonna that's awesome. Pay tribute. Yeah. That's really really cool. We're, we're gonna send them some posters for people to sign. I want a poster. I want a poster for this studio right now. Put it right up here. <laughs> if, <laughs> only, if only you knew somebody who had access to their posters. I know. It's, or somebody <laughs> that can frame it for me. My yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> now, my wife just collects frames. She has a frame stuff for me. It's funny. I was actually, so I have a framed poster of uh, Lou Frigno. I bumped into Lou and he signed a poster for me. And uh, she framed it for me. And it's, it's we've moved so many times, I have no idea where it is. I really wanted to put it up in here. <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. I'm so mad. I'm like, God damn it. It's somewhere. It's You'll somewhere. It. Well, she collects frames. You'll find it the day you're not looking for it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. You know, but I gotta find space for it. But this is such a large studio. You know, <laughs> I like it in here. It's a good place to smoke cigars and drink and, and hang yeah. out with your friends. You know, yeah. yeah, I dig it. I've learned uh, I've learned the hard way not to record in the chairs behind you because they're very soft and you will fall asleep by two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You'll be sitting. There. <laughs> exactly right. There's been a couple of times we're like we don't record in the basement studio because it's just I have a couch down there we've had for probably 15 years now. And it's so freaking comfortable. Like you'll, I try to record on there, and I'm just like, oh my god, what are we doing? Well, I think these are nice because there's there's just enough pokey stuff. That, <laughs> the like, metal, you, like you'll, you'll keep, hit it every once in a while. Keeps <laughs> you upright. The metal chair with the you know, poking in the back, yeah. whatever. Yeah, we did we did an episode um, about a year ago now with uh, my co-host Mike, his, his dad Hush, who's a world famous rap artist and you tour with Snoop and all that and group with Eminem and Snoop and Luke and Hush uh, Hush is telling this long this great story about how he met Snoop and all that and like all this it's crazy. And I'm sitting there I'm listening to it and I'm like, I don't remember half it because I was so tired <laughs> <laughs> and I'm drinking whiskey. And they weren't because they don't they weren't drinking. And I'm just like this couch is so comfortable right now. I'm just kinda sinking into it. You know, like, you know, like God damn it, I need to start drinking coffee when I do these things. Oh man! So and then I'll be up until six a.m. Yeah, it doesn't even affect me anymore. It's the sad <laughs> part, you know. So this is cool, man. This is gonna be a lot of fun. You guys, so you have ideas. You 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 flushed out the potential for the next like how many how many like sixteen you said possibly sixteen issues. You know, are you, are you thinking beyond that? Are you thinking like? I mean, would you we'll, can, would we'll you do can, this for we, we've we've got we've got like kind of a master story arc yeah that, that we have um, plotted. Um, would you consider making this like an animated thing? We would consider many things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I think um, yeah for sure. I I think it all depends on like what yeah. what it would be. I mean, yeah. I, I would I would love to see it as a live action series. Yeah, personally. Oh, awesome! Like a Netflix sure. sort of thing. Like, just like yeah. a, you have like a good twenty episodes. And, yeah, but I, I mean, like one of the things I think about, like a yeah, with an animated one, be I think it 
you know, we could probably play up the supernatural yes, stuff a lot more. That's true. And it would it might play better. <laughs> do, you, do you know how many people like we told them we were making a movie out of a comic book and they said, Oh, is it animated? <laughs> Almost <laughs> like ninety well, percent. What a, what a, what am I, D C what am I scum? Get out of here, you know. <laughs> DC's animated projects are, are great. They are actually really freaking yeah, good. Yeah, DC's handled my animated project. Damn it. It's a, it's what they, do. they do the animated stuff really good and the live action really shitty. <laughs> just, I, I, their animation uh, teams have always killed it. Yeah, yeah, like, they have. That Flashpoint very, very was... Misses. That Flashpoint they did with, with Thomas Wayne. That scene, you're just like... And you've read the comics. It's just like, you're like, yeah, I know it's coming. You're going to see you know, Bruce Wayne's father is going to be is Batman in this universe. And he enters the scene, and you're just like, oh, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> you're like, all of a sudden, you're like 10 years old. You're like, punch him in the face again. That was great, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's one of those series, like, 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 the way you guys wrote this and the way the comic plays out, like, I could see this being, like, a, a really fun animated film. You know, and, I mean, obviously, the live action is incredible. You know, but like you're like you said, the supernatural aspect of it is like incredible. So like I'm excited to see the live action and see what they do with it. Like the actors you guys have involved in this project are dope. Like they're all the, the pedigree is like it's there, dude. Like like they're it's, all really good actors. It is a solid deep cast. Yeah, yeah. You look at the you look at the you know just I mean the background. I mean some of them obviously have gone on to be you know like obviously Yellowstone. You know I mean. You know, a couple of guys from Yellowstone. Well, it's it's honestly like it, it's it's fun it's fun to you know be talking about it, and we're talking about how they're doing such great work on Yellowstone, which is the show's super high oh, yeah, right yeah. now, yeah. right? But then even like you know, Stephen Dorff's doing uh, Righteous Gemstones right now, and I don't know if you guys watched it. I love that show. <laughs> this show's a really well written, really good show, and so you know, it, it's just um, the idea that. You know, we got them uh, in in our film. Uh, in some ways, it's kind of surreal. It's 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 really cool. It's really cool. I'm glad you guys got to make this because I mean, I read this, uh, and I was just I was excited. You know, I'm an avid reader. Obviously, I listen to audiobooks and stuff too. But there's a very few comic series that come out now that I'm like, I want more. Like I want more. Like even like the Marvel Zombies after like you know the second or third compendium that they put out, you know, the graphic novels. You're like, eh. You know, but like this is one of those things. Like, I want to know what happens with Reno. I want to know what happens. Like, what goes on with the Manitou and all that. It's just freaking dope. And I'm if so only, happy for if you. If only you could talk to somebody who knew. You I know, know. I know. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'll flap my gums. You can't tell me shit. <laughs> I'm terrible about it. Like this story, like this, the, the Momoa story. I shouldn't be talking because at some point in time, Fosgood's going to hear this and be like, "You made me sound like a dope." You know, like. <laughs> you get for not coming to my parties, Jay? Um, <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired, Fosgood. He won't listen to this. Yeah, He's not cool. Um, but <laughs> There's a follow-up volley. The follow-up volley. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, but that's awesome. So is there anything else you guys want to, like, throw in there as far as, like, tidbits or, like, you know, like, just kind of tease the fans as far as, like, what they can expect from this film? As much as I want to be like, yeah, like I haven't even seen the whole film, <laughs> so, so like I'm, I'm just excited to, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. And all I would say is like, uh, you know, uh, check it out in theaters, or if you can't, just do the iTunes thing, man. It's, They're gonna do it. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. If you've never, I mean, buy this graphic novel too. By the way, you know it's it's a lot of fun. It's a fun read, and uh, you know, get mega awesome notebook as well. And uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, there's quite a few books out there from these yeah. these, these travel makers that are fun to read. You know, mega awesome notebook is another one of those fun ones. It's in like, <laughs> wait, I actually uh, so both my kids like that. They keep fighting over it too, and I'm like, I can get you another copy, and they're like, no. This is mine. That's mine. You know, it's I use it for a nightlight. I use it for a nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> is it still glow in the dark? I don't think it, it glows in the dark. It, it glows in the dark. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I don't. Maybe the ink doesn't glow in the dark anymore, but it did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did at one point. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Well, thank you guys for being here. That was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's for good to us, see man. you guys. Yeah. You know, we got a good solid. Uh, Almost three hours out yeah. of you mooks. You get so awesome. Kevin didn't get too drunk. I got too drunk. You know, rot, you know. <laughs> I had to get up and pee. I'm the only one that couldn't handle it. It's horrible. You hit your mid forties and you just lose it. You know. But anyway, I just sat here and peed my pants. Oh, God damn it, Matthew! Sit here in my pee pants. Well, it's a good thing we're in the garage. And wash it out the door. That's why my dog's hiding in the corner. <laughs> Poor Elroy. He's doing all right. He's so, just hanging out. He's just hanging out doing yeah. his thing. So good, good right. boy, Elroy. Good boy, Elroy. Yeah. I texted my wife earlier. I was like, she was like, you know, you know the dog's out here, right? She's like, no. You want me to go get him? I'm like, no, he's fine. <laughs> dog's in the house. What are you talking about? Exactly <laughs> right, yeah. Well, we were the coyotes we had around here. I'm like, you know. Oh, jeez. You're going to worry. Like, you hear a noise. The last time Kevin and I recorded, you remember we heard that, that scraping noise? Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a, um, so there's <laughs> a lady next door to us has like two big dogs and she puts rat traps out all the time. And I'm not sure what it caught, but it caught something, and it went running down the driveway while we were taking yeah. out here. And I was like, "What the hell was that?" Well, Kelly found the uh, trap in the bushes over the winter, with, oh. the, with the tail still in it. Oh. oh man! Yeah, something was not a happy camper. I don't know what it was. No. It was not happy. No. Tailless Willie. Tailless Willie. Oh, this is a comic right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thanks, right. Thanks for having us. Woo. <laughs> Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving. Keep my head up when I act. Head up, that's a fact. Never looking back. I'ma keep myself on track. Keep my head up, staying strong. Always moving on. Feel I don't belong. Tell my thoughts to move along. Push myself to be the best. Die with no regrets. Live with every breath. See my message start to spread. And I had so many dreams. Then you hit your teens. I think really what it seems. Try to find out what it means. Always do it on my own. So I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving. Yeah, I put out all the start, it's my only medicine. Yeah, everything I do, I'm just being genuine. Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline. Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah. Oh yeah, April.